now. Now. The Crash and Mars Podcast. 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Jidge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. Uh, no time for a fun intro today, gang. Uh, we're very busy. Gotta get right to the show. You're probably thinking, like, why even do this then, Gingy? If you're so busy, uh, just start the podcast. Well, you know, we all make uh, decisions, okay? I decided to uh, record this intro that isn't really an intro. I'm sure you've done things in your life you've regretted. Maybe even married that thing you did. <laughs> Spouse burn! All right, here we go. This, this is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023L Radio. All right, we have to start off today's show talking about the Winnipeg Jets. Because oh, baby. What a night. I I know I jinxed the side. I'm like, forget it. I'm watching it. Well, Crash was pretty cute because I said, are you going to watch the Jets game? And he's like, no. I've decided. Last time I watched it, they lost. So I'm like, okay. So first period, nothing. And then the second period, Crash started looking at his phone. He's like, oh, they're winning. Mm-hmm. So he turned on, the game on, but then listened to it from like another room. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't physically sitting in front of it. And then I went full blown and then watching it. Full blown, like close at uh, the third period, you turned mm-hmm. it on. Like you were in front of the oh, TV. It was cheering them on. So the Winnipeg Jets yesterday advancing to the conference final for the first time in franchise history with a thrilling Game 7 victory. The Jets got out to an early lead and then held on for a 5-1 win over the Nashville Predators last night in Nashville. Yep. The win gave the Jets the 4-3 series victory, eliminating the NHL's top team in the regular season. What? How cool is that? Yeah, it's so cool. It's like the the little engine that could. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's awesome. That is wild. Uh, so what does that mean? Well, it means the Winnipeg Jets now, of course, uh, take on Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Now, fans were all over Portage and Maine, which is a pretty popular street in downtown Winnipeg. After the Jets advanced to the final, people were partying. But you know what? I checked the news this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still no problem. I thought there'd be cars nope. flipped, nope. things on fire. The arena would have been burnt down. I'm shocked. Winnipeggers no. are oddly calm. They're, they're well, respectful. They're respectful. Yeah. Yes. I thought it would have been an all-out... Uh, a crazy party. Yes, Winnipeg will now face Vegas in the conference final in one of the most unlikely matchups when predictions were made at the start of the season. In order to get your taste for that, you're going to have to wait. The series begins on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Airlines right now are just salivating. Oh, They're like, oh, they Edmontonian or uh, just Canadians going to be flocking to uh, Vegas. Yeah, you had a couple of your friends that were texting you. Oh, yeah. They were telling you to go to Vegas with them. And you're I like, know. bye. <laughs> Talk It's an important time for radio. I had like seven different texts going on. I like, was messaging people <laughs> wrong messages. <laughs> you should. If, if your friends go to Vegas, you should go. Yeah. Take a day off and go. It'd be fun. Oh, be the Eastern Conference Final begins tonight in Washington against Tampa. Now, the Capitals haven't been here in a long time as well. Tampa, though, pretty familiar with being in the Final Four, as this is the third time for them in four years. So, mm. Matt, if Winnipeg wins the Cup, that's going to be the coolest day ever. Are you a little jealous, too? I'm so jealous. <laughs> like, I'm so jealous. Mars looks at me last night. She's like, are you going to put your Jets jersey on? Yeah, I'm like, well, I mean, it's, you probably should. <laughs> yeah. I was all sad. You might as well. You might as well. I'm like, like, do you have a Jets jersey? I'm like, no, I've got three Oilers jerseys hanging in my closet, though. They're all dusty. They're all dusty. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, so that's just awesome. Man, it'd be so cool if the Jets win the Cup this year. Oh, yeah. It'd be so, so Maybe. cool. So there you go. Uh, Winnipeg Jets winning last night. In case you missed it or fell asleep, 5-1 was the final score. So cool. All right, Edmonton police are investigating after um, a whole bunch of thefts. And it looks like it's now becoming a serial thing. Uh, if you drive a Honda CRV, I don't know what this is. 
but it looks like thieves are cutting out the catalytic converter. Oh, yeah. You can sell that. Okay, I don't know what that is. Mm. I didn't even Google it. <laughs> um, since January the 1st, uh, police say 83 thefts of catalytic converters have been reported in the city. Those thefts have been from older Honda CRVs, particularly on the northeast side of the city. Mm-hmm. Seven of the eight thefts from the CRVs have happened between April 19th and April 30th. So if you're driving a CRV model, the one that they're targeting right now is between the years 2003 and 2009. Now, the catalytic converter reduces harmful pollutants in exhaust systems. They contain small amounts of valuable materials such as platinum, palladium, uh, rhodium, and that can be sold to scrapyards for yeah. cash. How much? How much are you getting for that? I don't know. If you have a whole bunch of them, uh, I would imagine you get a decent chunk of change for it. Uh, this is what it looks like when someone steals it. Your exhaust is supposed to be connected here. Oh. And that's where the catalytic converter is supposed to be. And they just probably using a reciprocating saw. And then they take it. And then your, the rest of your exhaust falls off. So you start your car, you're like. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, that's what it sounds oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like? Sounds yeah. super loud. Oh, yeah. Huh. It would sound like uh, Raj's car. Oh, yeah. He's got some call. Maybe someone stole his catalytic converter. Because he thinks there's. Yeah, he was no, going his, on about his, his I muffler. think, is rusted out. But oh, okay, are you sure someone didn't I, steal I didn't his... go under his car. I didn't hear it. He just uh, explained it to me. Yeah, because he came in. He's like, Crash, you know things about cars. Yeah. He's like, my vehicle sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to Raj. Possibly. Hmm. But yeah, a lot of a lot of people steal those. Like, look at this back of the truck just loaded with them. Oh, that's what they look like there? Yeah, yeah okay. Hmm. Uh, I do have some info I, here. I don't know what the going rate is. Oh, this says uh, they are anywhere from fifty to one hundred and eighty bucks. Real like, out of scrapyard? Yeah, uh, my weed dealer also deals in scrap and will give you weed for catalytic converters. Wow. <laughs> okay, so right, so you take it to your weed dealer. Yeah. And for fifty to one hundred and eighty bucks, how much weed is that? Oh, one hundred and eighty bucks would get you a lot of weed. I get you a good, get you a uh, quarter, good amount, probably. Yeah. Good amount. So catalytic converters are used. As currency now. As currency. Wow, look yeah. at that. All right, well, keep your eye on them. Um, I don't know. Like They probably do it while you're sleeping, so oh, yeah. just know. Well, realistically, it can be done in a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. I guess while you're at work or Slide it doesn't vehicle, matter. Boom, cut yeah. it out. Police are asking anyone who notices suspicious activity in parking areas, including individuals walking around carrying power tools. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Or loud noises consistent with the use of such tools, like Crash. You said what? What did you saw? Did you say the reciprocating saw? Reciprocating. Yeah, just cordless one. It's Um, loud. Reciprocating saws are loud. I could have your catalytic converter off probably in two minutes. You also have four reciprocating saws, which, in my opinion, is very suspicious. Now, what are you doing with all those saws? What What are you talking about? Yeah. How did you see them? I know where they are because I cleaned them up the other day. I'm like, why do we have four of these? Mine's a few. They're all broken, guys. Hey, you also have an underground parking lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. oh, yeah. I'm starting to piece this all together. <laughs> so watch out. Huh? Okay, it's amazing how often we see this when uh, some wanted criminal does something pretty dumb and unnecessary that suddenly puts them on the cops' radar. Uh, off we go to Arizona for this next story, where a 28-year-old man by the name of Raimundo Aspiro was hanging out with some friends at a lake. And his friend made a bet with him on how far they could drive into the lake without getting their SUV stuck. Oh, no. Now, it's not clear if Raimundo was on the other side of that bet or not, but he was definitely one of the passengers... And, of course, they did get these stuck in the lake 
while their SUV was about halfway submerged. No word on how much damage it caused, but the SUV had to be towed out of the water, and that's when cops showed up. Why? It's illegal in Arizona to drive your vehicle into a protected lake. Oh, it's a protected lake? That's the problem? Now, while they were there, Raimondo was like, oh, I'm just a passenger. And the cops went, really, Raimondo? Mm. Come with me for a moment. Turns out he had an outstanding warrant. So they took him and he went straight to jail. <sighs> While his vehicle just sat in the lake. Yeah, that sucks for Raimondo, doesn't uh, it? Brutal. Don't drive your SUV into a lake. Mm. Uh, a couple years ago, I, I was it. backing my truck in. A, no, no, I was oh, backing okay. my truck into a, a lake. I was putting a boat in the water. And Mars cannot handle it. No, she's I She's looking it. at it. She's like, stop, stop. Your back end's going in the water. Then <laughs> <laughs> my exhaust is like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I like, you're going to get stuck. You can't go any yeah. further. <laughs> the boat's not even in the water yet. <laughs> I know. I freak out because it looks like you're sinking. And I don't like the idea of vehicles. I feel like when your exhaust mm-hmm. goes under the water, you're done. Your vehicle's well, done. Well, it's just under the water temporarily. And then you get the, the whatever you're putting in the lake, you get the boat off, and then you pull out. And then I start spinning. Mara's like, I knew it. I, I knew it. We shouldn't have done this. You make me sound like <laughs> so, someone's <laughs> Italian grandma. I knew it. I knew it. I'm telling you right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you right now. I said don't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you sound like the Long Island medium. <laughs> Was it Teresa Caputo? You sound like Teresa Caputo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. And I told you, you shouldn't have done this. I told this. you, you shouldn't have done that. I knew it. Uh, you freak out every time. Yeah, though. I do. If I have to back something into a lake, you just freak out. Even with the uh, the quad, trying to back yeah, stuff in. Don't. You're going to get stuck. Don't do don't, it. Don't. Don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. The neighbors are not around to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> I do get pretty upset. Uh, I haven't got stuck once, though. Don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. Yeah. Are you going to freak out this year? Yeah, I am probably yeah, going to freak am. out this year. Yeah. yeah, people are like, just don't shut your truck off in the water, Mars. Otherwise, you're all good to go. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. helping one of our uh, neighbors uh, put uh, his boat into the lake, backing in his uh, jimmy. Oh, yeah. Right up to the floorboards. The whole back of the jimmy was underwater. Mars was like, I told you, you shouldn't have done this. <laughs> I just shouldn't go with you guys. Anymore. Yeah, this one, just don't, tra- don't shut your truck yeah, off. Yeah, don't You're shut good. it off. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the Jimmy, though, was like that That Jimmy was submerged. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Like, like you said, the running boards were oh, everything was going underwater. I thought for sure we were going to have to call a tow truck. And When I had my avalanche, the box, like the bottom of the box was hitting the water. Yeah, was that was freaking out. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Waving my arms around like a crazy person. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. All right. For those of you guys who have um, old technology at your disposal, um, there's a new report out that says that we have about $33 billion worth of unused technology at uh, at home right now. And that is both in Canada and the United States, North America. And that's all the old crap we're hanging on to? That's all the old crap yeah. you've got. Uh, the average North American has approximately a $310, which to me, I felt a little low, in old technology. Oh, I got and a that's more Canadian. That. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a Canadian figure. Just in our office alone, I have a, uh, a big uh, tote of laptops. I yeah. still have my very first laptop. I don't, I don't want to give them up because I feel like someone's going to steal my info. Because I know a lot of now family is like, well, I'll take a laptop. I'll take this. I'll take that. No. You're like, no, I don't need <laughs> yeah. you to see my uh, my dabblings. 
Yeah. Well, I just, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so hung up on it. Realistically, I could just drill the hard drive and th- recycle them. I know why I'm so hung up on it, because I'm pretty sure on a lot of my, I'm. you know what it is, is I'm not afraid of you guys seeing, you know, pictures or, you know, whatever. That mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. What bothers me is a lot of my taxes. Mm-hmm. Like personal, like identity theft. I'm worried about identity theft. Mm-hmm. That's my big one. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't. Ha- I don't look at have porn on my computer, so it doesn't matter. Oh, I got loads. I do- oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I, we're gonna be honest here, <laughs> I don't think I have a ton of nudes. Yeah. Like I, there might be some nudes on a cloud somewhere, but not in those old laptops. Nudes, nudes on a cloud. That sounds pleasant. That's gonna be the name of my new business. Oh no 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 no. Nudes on a cloud. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm gonna store your nudes for you. Oh yeah. Well, sixty percent of those surveyed have three or more cell phones at home that they no longer use. Mm. Uh, the two most popular brands, Apple and Samsung. Mm-hmm. I recently cleaned out our pantry, and I had to sort everything into totes. And the totes that were going into the storage, and then the totes that were going in the garbage. Mm-hmm. And I think I found seven phones. Oh, absolutely. Samsung mostly, and then like two Apples. Yeah. I yeah. still have my, uh, what phone is it? It's a Sony. It's a Sony like Walkman phone that you slide the face sideways. And it's like a little tiny... Oh, it's like, dark blue, right? No, that's that orange and uh, gray one. And you slide the face sideways to expose the keypad. Oh, yeah? And it's got an FM player on it, which was really handy. That's cool. Yeah. It was It was a cool phone. Ex- what is it what called? Was the name of it? Is it the Xperia? Uh, no. I don't is remember. It is it, it looks like this, Marzi? No, it's... Uh, no, because it doesn't slide... The Ericsson? Uh, here it, it doesn't is. slide up. It slides to the side. Yeah, the what Erics- do you got there? The Ericsson W600. That one. I had that one, that too. Go- Did we not have that? A- no, you didn't have that one. I had that in Halifax. I thought I had a blue one because I saw a dark blue one. It was a really cool phone. I thought it was so high tech. And it, as soon as you plug your headphones in, that was your uh, FM no, antenna. it's not that one. Nope. It's not that one either. It was a sweet You phone. just don't, you do not have it on your screen at all, Ginge. The Sony Ericsson? Yeah. Oh, I need to see this cool phone. Yeah, and do you have a picture of it? You got a, yeah. It's a, it's a, it was a cool phone. What do you want? Like more details on the phone? No, just a picture of it because his is not his computer's. My not Ericsson's okay. do not look like Here, your I'll, Ericsson. I'll throw it on uh, the app. Yeah, it's a. It, that's that was a cool phone. And there, it's on the yeah. app if you want to see. Yeah, it was a really cool phone. I, I still have that one in the box. The Sony Ericsson Walkman. Yeah, it was a great concept. Mm. Yeah, that was a good phone. You're yeah. right, and it did. It swung up to the side. I, what's the loop at the top, though? Is that so you can like it was put a, it on your belt? Yeah, you can uh, hang it as like a lanyard if you want, like hang oh, it off your uh, your neck or clip it on your pocket yeah, or something. Okay, yeah, like the <laughs> <flavor> style. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh yeah, the now family it. says they had one as well and they loved it. Yeah, and it, and it was literally probably about three and a half inches big. Yeah, huh? Cool phone. A uh, thirty-two percent of people in this survey didn't know they could trade in or sell their tech. Forty percent of unused uh, technology is cameras. Oh, absolutely! Uh, that was yeah. another thing when we cleaned out our pantry. I found like a dozen cameras. Twenty-five mm-hmm. percent of unused technology are personal computers, PCs. Ten percent of unused technology are consoles, and another ten percent of unused technology includes iPods and tablets. Now, apparently, you can sell your unused technology as well. If you go to eBay, they'll take it. 
declutter.com. I don't know about that, though. There's just something even sketchier about selling it selling online. Selling it, I agree. I know people are saying, like, wipe everything. I don't know. Is everything good? Can you really get rid of everything? I don't think so. I think you can hack it and get it back. Can you burn it? You can burn things, right? Just well, you burn can, it off? but I think that's... That's just take it to the, the incorrect way to dispose of electronics. Yeah. Well, you take it to the recyclers, well, then they get their hands on it. Yeah, they do, and then they... Yeah, what that's do they what do I mean. It? That's why nobody's giving up their stuff. I know. That's why I'm hoarding it in our office. It moved out of our house, now it's piled up in our office. Uh, 88% of people, according to the study, say that they will not give up their unused technology for exactly that fear. That mm-hmm. even if it's wiped, they feel that people can still get your information. Well, our engineering here, uh, a whole bunch of people got brand new laptops, mm-hmm. and then uh, they blasted out an email that they wiped a whole bunch of laptops, and they're giving them away for 50 bucks each. And then, like two minutes later, an overwhelming response, uh, the engineers are like, uh, clearly everyone wanted a laptop, we're out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone like, wants that dirt. Oh, yeah. Did yeah, you guys, I wonder who got the boss's laptop, because he got a new one. see the laptops? Well, they're big clunky ones like we were given. Yeah, they're yeah. like 100 years old. Yeah, but 50 bucks. Why everybody wanted... It's 50 bucks. To go through them and see if they were wiped. You wouldn't oh, do that for 50 bucks? I would not. Imagine no if the boss's laptop wasn't wiped. Get co-worker dirt? Get oh, boss dirt? They were mm-hmm. so junky, though, those laptops. They weren't even worth 50 bucks. Imagine if you received a work laptop that was supposed to be cleaned, but it was filled oh. with everyone's contracts. It's a dream. Oh, it's like the winning dream. the lotto. Here's my question, though, is that if engineering sold old laptops for 50 bucks, where'd that money go? Probably back into the engineering pot. Oh, yeah? (laughs) I don't know. Pizza party? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I bet. (laughs) I got a few things I can sell in the office here. Yeah, I bet. Who wants a nice touch screen? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right, I don't know why people called the cops on this guy in this next story. I certainly wouldn't have. Uh, If somebody showed up and wanted to mow my lawn, I'd be ecstatic. This is neighbor of the year material, as a matter of fact. Mm. Police in Franklin, Indiana, responded to a call on Saturday about 46-year-old Barry, who was mowing a stranger's lawn. Mm. By the time they got there, Barry left the house and was driving his mower down the street. So police tracked him down. They gave him a breathalyzer, and it turned out his blood alcohol level was more than double the legal limit. And he was arrested for operating a vehicle while intoxicated. That's such a berry thing to do. It is a berry thing to do. It turns out last month, he was also arrested for riding his mower drunk, and he's still waiting on his trial for that first arrest. So he's going to get a DUI. Yes, because he got drunk and rode his lawnmower over to his neighbor's house to do his lawn. The lawnmower is considered a motorized vehicle. Uh, by the way, Barry and the neighbor did not know one another. Oh. So he was just mowing lawns just to be a good friendly. guy. I would be pretty pissed off if someone cut my grass. Would you? I would. I'm particular about uh, how I cut my grass. It's a little emasculating, too. Is it? Yeah. It's also a little shaming. Like you hadn't... Your yeah, lawn like was you due took for a too cutting. long, yeah. Really? How, um... You said they were neighbors, mm-hmm. but if so, if someone had the time to call the police mm-hmm. and they made it there before Barry drove home, yeah. it's like, an acreage. I guess mm-hmm. he went a ways over. Yeah, a couple he, miles he, down yeah, the road. Yeah, he said he yeah. went a couple miles oh, down. Okay. And he was probably driving really slow because it's like, whoa, yeah. it's really fast. Mower yeah. down the whole way on the gravel oh, road. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> blasting gravel everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so he was arrested. He's on his way to jail. Hmm. Um, <laughs> the neighbor, I like you guys, said he did not want his lawnmower. Yeah, I do not touch my grass. I I have patterns and like I go angled uh, one way. The next time I cut it, I'll go the other way. You never cut it the same way twice because then you create grooves. Look at you, right? Yeah. You, should, you should be a dad. <laughs>
Yeah, you <laughs> do want to do stand back after with a beer and look at my Yeah, girl. you yeah. do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this text here says, my friend mowed his neighbor's lawn. No. Because his neighbor's a soldier in the mm. army. Okay. Soldier got pretty upset when he got back. He's probably particular about his grass. Really? Well, mm. mine's someone up to look after it, though, General. Huh? They're gone for a while, right? Yeah. Maybe there's no, like, weekend deployments. Doesn't matter. You can't touch. Can't touch another person's yard. Huh. <laughs> There's a there's a picture of Barry up in the app too. He is full Barry. Oh yeah, he looks like a Barry. That's a Barry. Face. That is a Barry. Did Barry's come out of the womb with a goatee? I think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> this one here says my girlfriend says only I can mow her lawn. Mm. Oh, I just got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, look. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about freaking grass. Someone no. snuck that in there. And I fell for it. Gotcha. Got yeah, you got me. Crap. I thought we were talking about the lawn. Oh, yeah. I did not get that until I was halfway through that text. I, yeah. I know numerous times at the lake, I've I've thought about uh, like helping out uh, one of the neighbors mm -hmm. if they're away or busy and yeah. cutting their grass. And I'm like, no, because I would not appreciate that. Uh, this text here says, my husband is not allowed to mow the grass. Uh, he goes random and then in circles. It drives me nuts. No. Oh. That's from Tracy. What do you so mean? she's like... You, she likes the lines, oh, like diagonal or whatever. Yeah. Why is he? Is he just getting drunk and like passes out on the lawnmower? It's like in circles. I think some people are just really bad at it. Oh, okay. They just go all willy nilly. Or does he start with a circular pattern from the center and work his way out? That's kind of cool. Doesn't always work. If you do, if you're not bagging it, then you're just pushing more, pushing and more it. grass. Yeah. And it piles up. This text here says, "Crash, you sound like my grandma. Oh. We cannot cut her grass right, according to her. Yeah. She probably yells at you guys. Mm -hmm. I mean." Get her to draw you maps of how to cut the grass. How, how to do it. How to map of the yard. Another one here is from Sandra out in yeah. Stoney. She says, at my last house, myself and the neighbors shared mowing the small front lawn. Mm -hmm. Looked better when we were both done at the same time. I didn't mind doing it. Mm. We had the same setup, actually, because we had those super small front lawns. Yeah, like beside the driveway. Beside the driveway. Yeah. And I, that, that I would cut, the one strip on our side. Well, that's just being neighborly. Yeah. But I'm not, like, going in your back. You're not holding a I'm lawn more over the fence. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why are you locking this? <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> Shove the bush lawnmower over the fence. <laughs> Make it so inconvenient for me to cut your yard. <laughs> Just trying to be a neighbor. <laughs> What's this a no chemicals sign on your fence? I'm going to spray it. Don't worry. <laughs> you got weeds. You got noxious weeds. I'll take care of it. <laughs> uh. Amanda says, someone randomly coming over and cutting my grass is a dream of mine. Mm. I hate cutting the lawn. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you do really like it. You know what, though? You do have a, you do really complain when you got to do it, though. Why? No, I don't. You kind of do. No, I don't. I love like, cutting oh. it. I'll get up in the morning and cut it. So you get the, uh, no. just right after the dew comes off the grass. Oh, it smells great. It's a great time. Sometimes it's like, God damn it, I've cut the lawn. No, I've never said there, that. I've never said that. It is. Sometimes your neighbors will cut their lawn, mm. and you don't feel like cutting your lawn today, mm. but then you sort of, it's almost being shamed into doing it. Because mm. yeah. once once one of your neighbors starts cutting, you know you gotta, then yours looks extra long and shaggy. If you got houses on both sides, yeah. and they're cut, and you're not, yeah. You are such a sucker for that. If we get home from work in the afternoon, and someone has either cut their lawn or is currently cutting their lawn... He's like, well, was going to have a nap, but I guess now I'm coming no, on. No, oh, no. great. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Put on a pot of coffee, Mars. <laughs> I got to cut the lawn. Got those whipper snippers. I got to cut the lawn. All right, this guy in this next story here is either the boldest criminal we've seen in a while or the dumbest. 
Um, there's really no third option. A 24-year-old guy named Tavon Wilson went into Walmart in Columbus, Georgia last week and picked himself up a 55-inch Samsung TV. Yeah, he did. Walked out of the store through the car department mm-hmm. without paying because apparently they didn't. They don't look. They didn't see this TV in a shopping cart going no, out the car department? I guess they thought that it was paid for. Oh. But a 55-inch TV is pretty heavy and bulky. And apparently he was having some trouble carrying it as he walked home. Oh, he carried it in his hands. He didn't have it in a cart. Uh, he took it out in a cart? Yeah. And then the cart locks up as you leave the Walmart parking lot? <laughs> yeah. So he had to carry it. Uh, that was when he saw two police officers. Oh, and he thought, you know what? This is a good time for me to ask them for a ride home. What? So he said to the police officers, would you give me a ride home with my new TV? Mm-hmm. That was right around when the cops got a call from Walmart saying they were missing a TV. <laughs> 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 um, they connected the dots and Tavon was arrested for shoplifting. And the lesson here is that if you've stolen a TV and you can't make it home, chances are uh, you will be arrested if you ask the local police for a ride. What an idiot. And he was like free. like He was gone. If Walmart hadn't called, I bet you the cops would have been like, you know what? Sure, we'll, sure, help we'll you. give you a drive. Yeah. We'll be, a, we'll be. But you, know, you would never chance that. Yeah, because what are the odds? Like, if you were a criminal, you wouldn't ask the police. Like, it sort of is a little smart, right? Yeah, it's a little next level. Yeah, well, if Walmart hadn't phoned in the missing TV, it would have been hilarious if he was in the car when the call came in from Walmart. He was. Oh, it didn't come in beforehand. No, um, he they he asked the cops for a ride. They yeah. said, sure, get in. And then they got oh, so the call. he was already yeah. in the car. They oh, got the okay. call. And they're like, well, Trayvon, mm. off to jail you go. And he just starts yelling over top of the CB. as like, attention all cars. There's oh, a missing yeah. 55. He's like, oh, hey, guys. How about this weather? <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling you about this TV. It's a smart TV with amazing capabilities. <laughs> Have you heard this new Lil Jon oh, song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come from Walmart. Walmart, Walmart, Walmart. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Trayvon is now in jail. Oh, yeah. All right, this next story here, I, I need you to take a moment and envision um, what these people are up to. This is crazy. Someone posted a video of contestants at a rodeo and they're playing a game called Last Man Standing. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean? Well, you guys know what a rodeo ring looks like, right? Now, imagine in that ring, six to eight hula hoops are then placed on the ground. Okay. Contestants are then asked to come into the ring, out of the crowd, and stand in the hula hoops. Then what happens? They crank Van Halen, and they release a live bull. Oh, my God. The object is to stay inside the ring in the hula hoop as the bull does what an angry bull does. The last one standing in the ring wins. What's the prize? It better be over a mill. I don't know what the prize is. I have the audio here, though. So, again, imagine there's eight rings on the ground, hula hoops. What is wrong with you? People are standing in the hula hoops, and a bull is released. Uh, Have a listen while thinking about that. There's the bad hand. How terrifying would that be? People just get pegged off. Uh, who in the right mind would do this? They're, they're basically target practice right now for the bull. The bull's yeah. turning around, and he's doing the... As soon as you oh. leave your ring, you're out. Yeah. The crowd loves it. Yeah. These are just people that came to a road. These aren't like actual cowboys? No. Just fans. Here we go. Ready? Oh, no. 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 <laughs> 
down. Uh, the bull pegged off the people one by one, sending one man, what you heard right there, flying 10 feet into the air. Duh. This is down in America. The, and prize, they love it. the prize has to be something huge, They don't right? say what the prize is. People are just freaking out. It's got to be a big cash prize. As the song builds up in the background, Van Halen's jump, the bull charges and then clears out the rest of the That would kill you. Uh, By the way, when the bull goes over to the side and turns around, he does the paw in the sand. Yeah, And does the scrape. Yeah. And then runs. And he doesn't take out one at a time. Mm. He goes, see you later, see you later, see you later. Uh, So (laughs) someone said they also play poker like that. They'll set up a table right in the middle and then release the bull. Last man standing. What? <laughs> They'll do that here. Hey, that. Boom. <laughs> they do that cowboy pork at the CFR, I'm pretty sure. No, they don't. Yeah. And they release, they release a bull. But I think it's the actual bull rider sitting around a table. And it's the last one to leave the table. Oh, jeez. This oh, yeah. is much this worse. Is, this is people from the crowd. Yeah. This it, is not bull riders. This is not the rodeo clowns. This is contestants trying to win a prize. They were pulled out of the crowd. This is scarier, too, because you're just by yourself in, like, a little hula hoop. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, everyone's hula, saying they, hula, they did play that hula, at the CFR. Cowboy poker is what it's called. Oh, my God. Oh, I, oh my God. The poker table is annihilated. See? Holy, why? I don't understand. And these... And all the chairs are red. I don't understand. These bull riders playing cowboy poker, they're wearing their flak jackets, too. Yeah. Uh, these idiots Marcy's talking about, like, they're just in their Wranglers and oh, a Western yeah, shirt. Regular, regular <laughs> clothing. Wow. Yeah, cowboy poker is quite popular. The last guy sitting with his card wins, apparently. Oh, another one here says, guys, go to any small town rodeo. They do last man standing, just like Marzi played on the air. Holy crap. And, like, with people? Like, not not ro- actual rodeo, trained rodeo guys. But, like, if Crash and I are sitting in the crowd, they could pull one of us out? <laughs> Watch this one. The guys are playing poker and incoming. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? And then they're all like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bulls hate cowboys. Yes, they do. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Michelle and Dalton says cowboy poker here and lots of rodeos around. It's not necessarily the bull rides, but I've had friends at sign the riders. I've had friends that sign up for it, just people spectating. Mm-hmm. So they sign up for it. Huh. All, All right. right. I posted a link to one of the cowboy pokers. Oh, <laughs> last man standing got me. I had yeah. no idea. All right. Uh, this next story here. If you've got a story that you want to share, we want to hear from you. Uh, 780-489-4669 is, of course, the number to call. Um, there's something uh, about, like, the passage, I guess, into adulthood where you are a young person, a teenager perhaps, and you get drunk for the first time. Mm-hmm. I've got a list here of the top alcohol people get drunk off of. Um, what was yours? Uh, th- that first, I got drunk off of? Uh, yeah. Would have been Kokanee. Okay, and what did you do that night? A projectile. Oh, no, I mean, like, were you hanging out with your friends? Oh, I was yeah. just chilling. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant the aftermath. No, no, oh, no. No, I was just hanging out. You were just hanging out with yeah, friends? Yeah, we were just hanging got, out at a friend's house. You yeah. got drunk? Did you guys plan your night to get drunk? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we always were all did, prepared. too. Yeah. What was the first thing you got drunk on? It was Ryan Coke. Yeah. Oof. Ryan Coke. And it ruined Coke for me. I was pretty upset, actually. Because uh, yeah. I also uh, puked pretty bad. Oh, yeah. The number one thing that people get drunk off on the first time is rye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Haley was Bacardi? Bacardi Breezer? Rum? Oh, Bacardi Breezers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, number two is wine coolers, which was me. Do you remember the big two liters of, like, growers? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Maybe puke and purple. Oh, <laughs> Bailey was... did two of those? I did two. Oh. Me too. I did two of them. I was hammered. Oh, yeah, that's nasty. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, number three is beer, like Crash had said. Uh, number four, vodka. Number five, wine, which I don't get. No, I, we not, as even, a, not as a young person. Not as a young person. No. I want to know from you guys, um, how, how was your first time getting drunk? Mm. What did you get drunk on? Did you, um, I guess, did you plan it? And uh, were you like Crash, who clearly projectiles? Oh, it was projectile. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489 Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we're talking about the first time that you got drunk and what shenanigans did you get up to. I had a list of uh, of the top alcohol choices, I guess, for people to get drunk to. Um, rum, rye, right at the top. Wine mm. coolers or uh, any sort of cooler. Mine was the growers, the two liters. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it was awful. Everyone's got, uh, like, fun ones. I just had, like, flats of kokanee. You just did beer. Yeah. We, beer. I, I just remember, like, the big flats, the two, four flats of kokanee. Oh. And we just crushed them all back. Mm. It was not a good time. Uh, this text here from Tracy says, Kiki and orange pop. What's Kiki? I don't know what Kiki is. And then beer. She says, I didn't get sick, but a bunch of friends uh, got together. We were young, though. We were in grade eight or nine. The first time I got super sick was off of rye. I was outside all day it's and just got sick. Key lime pie cream liqueur. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's what Kiki is. I guess if you mix that, though, with the orange pop, it's like a dessert, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just like oh, a my sugar God. overload there. Oh. I guess, though, when you're young, you just shake it, it take off. Take whatever you can get. Uh, here, let's go, uh, Laura. How you doing, Laura? Good. How's it going today, Crash? Fantastic. Uh, first time that you got drunk, did you get up to no good, and how bad was it? Oh, yeah. I drank uh, Mickey of Private Stock, but I smoked three joints because I didn't know what it was going to do to me. <laughs> and I just, no. I, just, I just kept smoking it by myself, kept drinking it, kept drinking it, waiting for the buzz, and then, oh, my God. Everything came at once. Oh, when it came at it was just like I was being annihilated. I saw so many things that I've never seen in my whole life. <laughs> I don't oh. ever see it again. No, no. no. Did you say you were waiting for a bus? Buzz. Oh, a, a buzz. buzz. I was waiting for the buzz to come. And it oh, okay. So I kept drinking, kept smoking those joints right up in there, and boom. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, that's yeah, a because, move. Yeah, and as a kid, you're like, well, I'm not feeling anything, so you just mm-hmm. keep going at it. All of a sudden, boom. Yeah. yeah, like I was 14, and I didn't know any better. Oh, yeah. Were you uh, turned off of all that for a while after that? Hell no. Oh. <laughs> no, I never say no. That's my problem. I never say no. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thanks for sharing that, Laura. All right, have a good day, you guys. You too. Have Bye-bye. a great weekend. Bye. That's just like, it just launched Laura. All right, you know, you know? what Laura's weekend is going to oh, be. She's continuing. It sounds like it's going to be fun, actually. Oh, That's yeah. great. Uh, let's go uh, right at the top here. I got uh, Lynn hanging on. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, first time you got drunk, how bad was it? It was bad. I drank coolers and a lot of vodka. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up and I chugged chocolate milk and it made me very sick. No, not the chocolate milk. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. Did you do this at home or where were you? I was actually with a friend and we woke up and she asked me how I felt. And I said, my stomach feels like penis inside, which I don't still to this day not know what it means. Okay. But for the rest of high school, that was like a saying that everyone said. Uh, yeah. I've never heard that saying before. No. <laughs> I'm from Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad time, though. Never chase anything with uh, chocolate milk after. Oh. Not dairy. No. No, oh, the dairy's no, 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 never. No, no, no. I'm guessing you weren't very well after that chocolate milk. 
No, I, I got really sick and I threw up on my own jacket that was in the corner. So yeah. I had to confess to my parents that I had been drinking. Yeah. I to clean it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, that's brutal. Okay, thanks, Aileen. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, this text here, I no name on it. It says, hey, guys, we used to get drunk on a mix called the Porch Crawler. Mm, I remember that, this. That sounds dangerous. 26 of vodka, mm-hmm. so a 2-6. Three cans of frozen orange juice concentrate mm. or grape concentrate. Oh, I remember uh, dabbling in the concentrate uh, juices. And then 12 beers. Yeah. Mix all that together. Ooh. So two sticks of vodka, three cans of the concentrate, and then 12 beers. Mix it in a big old vat and enjoy. They say it is a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh There's no way it tastes good. Oh. Uh, here, uh, HVAC Brad's hanging up. We're talking about the first time you got drunk. What's your story here? It was the very first time. I was about 15, 16, I think. I uh, went to a friend's party, and I bought a flask of uh, Smirnoff vodka. Oh, no. And uh, we sat around the fire, and I drank up straight, no mix, nothing. I remember it tasting like my dad's aftershave smelled. Yeah, oh. vodka straight is gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's not enjoyable. Yeah, uh-uh. Yeah, I pounded her back, and... Uh, I ended up uh, having a tree look at me sideways, and uh, we got into a fight, and uh, I destroyed the tree. Oh, no. <laughs> H-back fights a tree. You look in the morning, the tree's all busted. You're like, that's weird. Yeah, I owe my buddy's mom an apology. Oh, oh no. man, and a new tree. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Drink that gorgeous tree in the front yard. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, yeah. H-back. Okay, have a good day. You Bye. too, Matt. Bye-bye. How many hedges have been ruined, oh, right? A lot. People We're falling in them. Falling in fighting them. Fighting them. You're at a house party. Yes. You run out the front door sure. and just lose your breakfast in there. Laura out in Stony Plain says, good morning, everyone. How about this? Silk tassel. Coke slush. Mm-hmm. Went to the school dance. That ended with a search party. Giving my friend's name and address to police. Putting racing stripes on a friend's car. Needless to say, I got caught. Oh, my punishment, I had to get up at 5 a.m. to dig out potatoes. The 80s were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? Morning, guys. Three words. Vodka, Tahiti treat, and spaghetti. Ooh. Shudder. Oh, I just shuddered before I... Because you know what happened. Oh, the yeah. Tahiti treat and the vodka, that was her mix. Mm. And then she downed a bunch of spaghetti late at night. So hungry. And it all came up. Oh, yeah. uh, another one here. Uh, Holly, first time you got drunk. I was in the 11th grade. It was with my first job working at McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, staff parties, all that fun oh, stuff. Sure, it yeah. was a McDonald's staff house party, and I had drank an entire pitcher of screwdrivers to my 15-year-old, like, 90-pound self. Oh, oh no. Yeah. no. Needless to say, after consuming the whole thing and feeling wonderful, yeah. once it was all gone, I threw the entire thing back up. Oh! <laughs> Everyone at the party's probably like, what is happening to Holly? <laughs> well, you would think that, except it was kind of in between making out with another McDonald's employee. Yeah, no! that yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're mid-make, but you're like, well, one second. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I think I've done it. Pretty much. I mean, that's what that's what being fifteen is all about. I right? guess you wipe your mouth and continue. <laughs> <laughs> Call Chris.
Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, in case you missed it earlier, the Winnipeg Jets advanced to the conference final for the first time in their franchise history with a thrilling Game 7 victory last night. The Jets got out to an early lead and held on for a 5-1 win over the Nashville Predators. Uh, they are now officially Canada's team. I mean, oh, the, yeah. the whole country is cheering for these guys. Uh, the win gave the Jets a 4-3 series victory, eliminating the NHL's top team in the regular season. So Nashville is out. Jets are in. They take on Las Vegas. You're going to have to wait until Saturday, though, to watch those game. teams meet. That yeah. was a great game. That was a great game. Uh, even though there was a ton of partying that happened in Winnipeg, downtown Winnipeg, Portage in Maine, uh, everyone was really well behaved. No cars were flipped or burnt mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing so far. No broken windows. No nothing. broken windows. No, nothing. I don't even, I don't even think anyone climbed the, uh, the streetlights. No, not yet. Nothing, nothing surfaced with that. Yeah, so yeah, far really so good. good. Is this like the bubble that's ready to burst? Yes. Before everyone's like, bah! <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, the Jets move into the Final Four. They open the Western Conference Final against the Vegas Golden Knights Saturday in Winnipeg. Uh, opening face-off is scheduled for, I think, 6 Central, so that's, what, 5 our time? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. so there you go. And then uh, Game 2 is Monday night, and then the series moves to Las Vegas for Game 3. So Game 1 and 2 is in Winnipeg, so it is going to be party town. Someone said uh, they went on Ticketmaster to check ticket prices in Vegas. Uh, They were actually showing games against the Preds because they predicted the Preds to win. (laughs) F you. Oh, yeah. That's oh, hilarious. man, that is hilarious. Well, no, it's going to be the Jets. Mm. First two games in Winnipeg, they head off to Las Vegas for game three. All right, we have to give some mad props this morning to an Edmontonian named Steve Lount. What's up with Steve Lount? Well, he's getting some, uh, she's, he's getting a big award, actually. Mm. Uh, he's going to be receiving the Police Commission Award. The reason being is because he intervened in an attack on a London drugs clerk. Oh, Steve, uh, Steve doesn't take crap from anybody. Yeah, uh, He will always remember the December night when a man in a West End London drugstore held a clerk against her will with a pair of scissors. He says that he remembers the sound of the man stabbing the clerk yeah. and he sprung into action, preventing the woman from getting injured further mm-hmm. or, heaven forbid, killed. Yeah, he just like... He just jumped in and persuaded this guy to stay? This is the story. Um, Steve Lount was perusing... The aisles of London Drugs at about 9 p.m. at night when a frantic customer told him that there was a man causing trouble. He followed the customer to the returns counter where he saw a five-foot-tall woman speaking to a six-foot, 200-pound man. Mm -hmm. The suspect was in a, quote, drug-induced psychosis and was claiming that imaginary people were trying to hurt him. Now, the man grabbed the clerk, the woman... Uh, using her as a shield between himself and his attackers. So mm. those are the people he's imagining. Okay. Yeah. He put a cord around her neck oh my and God. scissors to her throat. And that's when Steve Lount said, not on my watch. How did he uh, get this guy to stop, do they say? Well, Lount tried first to de-escalate the situation by talking to the man. Yeah. Realizing quickly, though, that rationalizing was impossible. So he looked at one of the customers and said, go get me a weapon. Oh, What'd they get? A uh, cutting board. Okay. Okay. Listen, uh, guys. When it, someone looks at you there's and... There's a kitchen s- section at London Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's knives. <laughs> Steve Lount said uh, when he asked a customer to go get him a weapon... Yeah. Because he was about to do some damage. Steve says, quote, he brought me a little wooden cutting board. <laughs> You're like, <"Bang!" laughs> 
<laughs> a cutting board and a can of fancy feast. <laughs> <laughs> which one do you want? Yeah. Uh, Steve went on to say, quote, which obviously wasn't too functional against yeah. a blade. So Lount went to the front of the store yeah. and grabbed a shovel off the rack. Oh, okay. He tried to use the shovel to distract the man like, hey, yeah. look over here, you mother effer. Yeah. Uh, that was when uh, he was hoping he'd let the clerk go. Instead, the man became more agitated, prompted everyone to back away. Uh, and he said the minute they all backed away, he turned around and he started stabbing the clerk. Oh. She was stabbed about four or five times. And that was when Lount said, ain't nobody got time for this. Yeah. He said, quote, with everything I had, I wound up that shovel and smashed him on the head with the edge of the blade. <sighs> yeah, well, yeah. So it probably had the, uh, the metal tip, metal tip on the shovel. He said the force of the blow broke the heavy plastic blade off the handle. But then Lount says, quote, didn't even hurt him. Oh, my God. He hit the suspect then several times with the handle. Yeah. Boom. Allowing the clerk to escape. He said he struck the man across the temple. The guy, though, not phased. Jeez. Instead, he stood up, started swinging his scissors Mm -hmm. at Steve Lount, who then tripped on a magazine rack and fell backwards. Oh, no. Three other people then jumped on the man. They got him to the ground after Steve Lount fell. They managed to wrestle the scissors away from him, and then they persuaded him to stay. Oh, yeah. Police were there uh, seconds after that happened. Jeez. The lady survived, right? She survived. Yeah, she survived. Okay. She survived. Yeah. But if nobody stepped in, she probably wouldn't have. Lount, yeah. A complete uh, disaster. Lount, Aaron Breitkritz, Trevor Nathan, and Curtis Pick are all part of the group that will be recognized for their actions Mm -hmm. at the 2018 Edmonton Police Commission Citizens Awards. Um, the, what a crazy situation. That is crazy. The cutting board. The cutting Why board. The cutting board. Cutting, that's yeah, panic, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, but you're in the right section. Go get, even get, get me a weapon. Get an extension cord. Yeah, yeah him. choke him out. Tie him up. Tie him up. Yeah, anything. Not but a cutting, a cutting board, board. A small. A small, like, wooden. cheese board. <laughs> That'd be me. I'm like, I got a cheese board. <laughs> I get some knives. Oh, man. There's so many things in London drugs that you could get. He picks a cutting board. He, yes, the uh, shopper picked a cutting board. Yeah. <sighs> it's not good. I love how Lounce is like, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looked over at that cutting board. He's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Goes and gets a shovel and then just goes to town. Yeah. What a crazy story. But yeah, if nobody stepped in, this woman probably would have died. Because they would have went full bore. Yeah. Holy crap. People are like, wow, was that Andre the Giant who was... Yeah, you crack a shovel over his head, it smashes. He's like... Ugh. Yeah, it doesn't move. Now I think when you're on like a like a bath salt or like a, well, you're invincible. You're you become invincible. Yeah, and like you you get the strength of like a thousand men. Yeah, Ugh, terrifying. So uh, these guys, of course, uh, were able to save that woman's life. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. What a story! What a story! Mm-hmm. They are now getting an award, which is kind of cool. All right, we've got to talk about this for those of you who've got um, older kids. I would imagine that every single one of them is playing Fortnite all day long, all day at school, all day when they get home. It is a serious addiction right now. Is this like the, teens. the latest card game? No, it's not a card game. <laughs> like a Yahtzee or something? No, it is not a Yahtzee. As a matter of fact, Fortnite is so huge right now um, that David Price, um, who is, of course, a very famous pitcher, for the Boston uh, Red Sox, um, has now had to vow to stop playing Fortnite at the ballpark. And they say that he might be out with 
uh, Corporal Tunnel mm-hmm. because of his Fortnite addiction. Hmm. Why? How long is he playing it for? I, I think he's playing it for hours. Here, I got the trailer here. Let's see what this is all about. Yeah. Look at the graphics. Yeah, the graphics are pretty cool. <laughs> if I say Fortnite, I would imagine every parent is like, yep. Huh. The storm came. The monsters followed. They took everything. Is this for adults or? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's for anyone that anyone. wants to play. Anyone that wants to play. Oh, it does look really cool, It guys. does look really cool. Now, David Price, um, of course, is a big-time pitcher. He was scratched from Wednesday's start game against the Yankees due to a mild case of carpal tunnel syndrome, uh, which they think might have been, in fact, linked to his video gaming. And that gaming is, of course, Fortnite. That's amazing quality. Once again... I know it makes me sound old balls, but I haven't played a video game in quite some time. Like that's yeah, Fortnite's a really big deal, and apparently you can get together with your friends. Oh, and you make forts, and you make forts. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you make forts and shoot each other. Yeah, you make forts yeah. and then you shoot each other. Yeah. Haley, your brother plays this. A lot. Oh yeah, yeah, it's big. Uh, people, young people are screaming at you right now. Why? It says, "Crash the trailer you're watching is for the story mode type." Nobody plays that. They only play PvP, which means against other people. You're old. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another one here says, "Good morning, guys. Fortnite is ruining my life. My fiance is addicted." Yeah. Okay. Apparently, the top Fortnite player makes five hundred thousand dollars a month. What? Is it uh, filming themselves playing it? I have no idea. Making- I don't know. I don't know how people make money on video games. This one, Fort Life is life, yeah. Adam. Fortnite is life, yeah. Mm. It is indeed. Oh, yeah, it's a moneymaker game. Yeah. The game is free, but they make so much money off of it. Probably because oh. you have to like buy oh, stuff, buy I'm things. guessing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But how the person playing Fortnite and making $500,000 a month works, I don't know. Mm. I have absolutely no idea. So if you've got kids at home that are addicted um, to Fortnite, don't uh, be surprised. Oh, you stream your gameplay and you get donations. Donations? What are you paying for? Well, you're paying to, for someone to you're paying to watch. You're like, oh my god, I love your gameplay. Here's ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, Is that what you do? I, I get. I don't know. I have no idea. No, people, save your money. Yeah, don't give your money away to people. Please, don't pay for. Don't pay to watch someone play a game. No, invest. Save it. your money. Just buy your own game. Retire well. Invest. 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 <laughs> Take it to the bank and say, I need to speak with a personal investor. That person that you're talking about that uh, makes 500000 a month, uh, he's got around 140,000 people watching him normally. Well, 140,000 dumb people giving him money. Don't give him money. Okay, let me just load something here. 1023 now. Radio yeah, just don't do now TV. Yeah. What are we at here? What are we at? <gasps> We're at 200 people watching now TV. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. almost there, guys. We're almost there. 1023nowradio.com. You can watch Now TV or download yes. the app. Fortnite people are pissed. They're like, people pay to watch a basketball game or a hockey game. What's the difference? <sighs> okay. Yeah, well, so, all right. So, I guess. Well, but waste, waste your money, then. That's physical talent. My son's yelling at you through the radio. <laughs> yeah, don't give him money. Keep your money to yourself. Oh, and he makes cash from YouTube for uh, the amount of streams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. This one here, Benny out in Devon. Says Crash, I'm 47 years old and I hate video games. Mm. But when I started playing Fortnite with my kids, it was awesome. I'm now addicted. <gasps> it's a really fun game. I'll play it for hours sometimes. It drives my wife nuts. I could see you doing this. I don't so think I, I would ever get addicted to a video game. But Mars, if she finds something like a video game that she likes, all of a sudden she goes full bore and she will disappear. She all of a sudden will stop showing up for work. 
Because she stayed awake all night playing it. <sighs> she's peeing in bottles. I'm like, where are you? Yeah, I'm not peeing in bottles. Yeah, she's, in the, just in like a, a, she's in a dark corner. She's like... <laughs> like a candy crush or whatever, which I'm oh, still yeah. on. Yeah. What's happening there? Uh, another text here said, I just asked my 14-year-old what Fortnite is. Mm. He said it was lame. LOL. Oh. Okay, so it's not for everyone. Uh, here, Sterling's hanging on. How you doing, Sterling? Good, how are you? Good, good. Are you addicted to this Fortnite game? Oh, 100%, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Dude, me and the boys, we squat up every night. It's a lifestyle. Really? Hell yeah. Yeah, it is like, a lifestyle. So, yeah. when, so when, when did you start playing it? Well, I, my friend, so the game, uh, I think it got released around September. My friend's trying to get me to play it in October, and I was like, nah, man. It looks like a kid's game. You know, I ain't about that. It's yeah. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that work life, you know? I don't yeah. play no video games. Oh, sure. okay, yeah. And uh, a couple months later, they're like, yo, play it. It's getting real big. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a try. Play it. Best game I've ever experienced. Like, really? The premise of it is, so there's a hundred people in the game. Everybody flies. So there's a there's a bus that flies across the map. Everyone jumps out. Everyone lands. A hundred people. Last person standing wins. Huh? And you yeah. got addicted right away. Yeah, instantly. And the way they make money is off of skins. So it doesn't give you any competitive advantage. You pay to look good. And I, I mean, I probably spent over a hundred bucks on it because really? this skin will cost you ten, twenty bucks. Yeah. And hmm. everybody buys skins. And I this is just. You're changing your whole outfit, your look of your character. Oh, yeah, man. I'm a gingerbread. I love that. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome going around killing kids with a gingerbread, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about downloading it. So oh, don't do it, Mars. Can it's I play free. with you guys? Oh, yeah. You can squat up with the boys. McBeefy, yeah. McBeefy. McBeefy. <laughs> Sterling. Oh, yeah. All of us. Okay. Mars is uh, marking all this down. All right, I'm going to maybe see if I can. Mars, Mars may join McBeefy tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. McBeefy, if you listen, shout out to you, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you see a weird-looking avatar named Marzi showing up, not really knowing what's going on, it's yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. No fun name or anything, just Mars. Yeah, that's right. It's just been Marzi. All right, okay. Thanks for sharing that, Sterling. Right, awesome. Bye. Okay, take care, dog. Yeah, dog. It's a. It is a. It's a. It's a life. It's a lifestyle. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy too. Like he's down, right? <laughs> he's down. He is. Look at us in our cool speak now. Oh, I'm totally gonna get on this. So I'm gonna do it this. Uh, I'm gonna Th do it this weekend. This does sound like a game that you would really. It does, doesn't uh, it? Like devote a lot of time to. But so it's last man standing. Yeah. Which means we all just got to kill each other off. Yeah. Hmm. Uh huh. This, but this is right up your alley. It is right up my alley. You always, right. you always want to be last man standing. I do. Yeah. This one here says, was that J-Rock from Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sounds like he'd be a party. Yeah, he does oh, sound yeah. like he'd be a party. I want to hang Sterling one day. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Another one here says, Fortnite is so stupid. My little brother played it every day. He played it in parties with his friends on the Xbox, and he would play Sunday mornings at like 7 a.m. Yeah. He would wake me up from his friends screaming to kill people. He stopped playing now, though, because golf season started, so he's out. Oh. Uh, look at this one. Uh, more on how they make cash. Minimum donation is three fifty, but many people will actually donate more. Some people put down hundreds or thousands just because they want to ensure the streamer keeps streaming it. Yeah. Okay. That's insane. Uh huh. Jeez. Where? Uh, what are our now TV hits at? Uh, they're not. They're not going up. It's not good. Oh, I th we got uh, eight more. Yeah, we got eight more. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> We're almost there, guys. 1023nowradio.com. Yeah. You can watch Now TV or mm -hmm. on our app. 
Come on, guys. We need. We got to get to at least one hundred and forty thousand. Another by one. The, the end of the show. Another one here says Sterling was was right on point. I swear to God, Fortnite is going to ruin my marriage. My husband has actually stopped talking to me. He takes time off work. His Friday and his Saturday nights uh, consist of him getting together with his buddies and playing Fortnite all night. I'm over here like, hello. Yeah. I'm your fiance. Wow. You're taking time off. Don't take time off work. Yeah. Another, another one here says Fortnite partnered up with Marvel as well. The best player plays with Drake, mm-hmm. Lil Yachty, yeah. and many more. Huh. Uh, here, let's do uh, Renee. How you doing, Renee? Hi, good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, do you or uh, uh, your husband plays this game? He used to play this game. He actually used to be a uh, gaming streamer on Twitch. Oh, okay. okay. How many people would be watching him? He was starting out, but he would average about 30 or 40, and getting donations isn't as easy as people may think it is. Oh, okay. It's really hard. Yeah. And they can donate They can donate as little as one cent. Oh, okay. So I think the highest he got was like a $10 donation. Yeah. To get to where you're making 500000 a month in donations, you're looking at, if you Google Summit 1G, one of the top Twitch players. Oh. So he will make that in about a month. He makes, yeah. I think, in donations alone, $60,000 a month. Oh, yeah, okay. well, those top players on Twitch play in yeah. Vegas. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. they do, like, like I think, like, EA Games or whatever is doing, like, a big... Well, and they're sponsored and stuff, Yeah, too, they're right? doing, like, a big yeah. stadium yeah. thing where you can go, like, a sporting event and watch these top Twitch players play. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's, tw- there's Twitch cons, so that's where they all gather as well. So yeah. That's- Why did your husband stop playing it? It's, he stopped playing Fortnite because it got too overloaded with too many people playing it. Oh. And it just, it got... It became too mainstream. Oh, yeah, it became too He likes the games that it's kind of off. Yeah. So he did play Fortnite. He liked it, but he just kind of, it got too many, also too many little kids playing it, younger kids. Younger kids, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Just killed it. It it was really fun. He played it, I think, 24 hours straight one day. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. So you basically lost your husband when uh, that game was popular for him. Yeah, I lose my husband every time a game comes (laughs) (laughs) up. All right, thanks, Renee. Bye bye. Those are Renee's struggles. Uh, yeah. On the uh, other side here, let's go right to the other side. Okay. How you doing, Justin? Oh, pretty good, guys. Ah, excellent. All right, so you actually don't like this game? No. Why? I myself am a Twitch streamer. Okay. And I see it all the time. There's a bunch of people trying to be a good Twitch streamer and just play Fortnite. Yeah. And they think, oh, just because I play this game, I'm going to get all these, all the money and all the followers and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's a phase. Right now, the second the phase dies, everyone who's playing Fortnite will just go to the next one. Mm. I've seen it all the time when I play games. And I've been playing games for 25 years. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, how many, yeah. uh, you're, you're a streamer too, right? You said? Yeah. Yeah. How I many people are watching you? Uh, on average, I only have about five to 10 people. Oh. I just started two months ago. Oh, okay. Well, what's, uh, what's your streaming name? Give, give it a plug and get you more, we'll get you more watcher or viewers. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying now is I'm going to have a lot of people coming to hate at the same time if I say it out loud. Oh, he but, doesn't want haters or trolls. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can ban them, so that's not a big deal, but <laughs> okay. at the same time, if I yeah. get it out, they're coming. And that five, that, that guy who makes so much money, yeah. mostly just because of ad revenue. Because every yeah. time someone goes to your stream, ads get played. So that's why you guys make money. It's the same concept. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. the ad money there. Are you hoping to become a successful streamer? Um, honestly, I would just like to be able to do it for a living. Maintain oh, okay. my current lifestyle and just be able to just sit there. Because yeah. I like 
only reason is I love video games, and I would love to do it yeah. all the time. But you're not going to do that with five or ten viewers. Nope, but that's why I go to work. Yeah, there okay. we go. But one day, maybe yeah. maybe uh, you'll have like a couple thousand. Yeah, like your hashtag goals is to stay at home and, and stream and have people, like you said, so you can do it for a living. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we yeah, wish you luck with that. Thank you. Yeah, take care, Justin. Bye. Bye. Why didn't he want to give out his name? I don't know. It's a secret. Like we could have trying to help him. Right? Like, like Justin, we can make your dreams come true right now. The haters gonna hate, but at least they're watching. Yeah, like who cares? <laughs> You're getting views. Huh. Right? Oh, huh? he should have given us his name. It's a secret, apparently. This text here says this guy's a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be the one making half a minute. Right? Yeah. Uh this one says, Hey guys, my boyfriend will play for about eight hours of day out of the day. And then he'll sit in bed with me and watch Twitch. Wow. That's called our time now. That's a- <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. You know what? I should... I'm going to get an account on Twitch. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to play Fortnite, and then I'm going to I'm gonna stream me. But what's... You need an edge. What's what's going to be your edge? Because I, have no I think idea. people people will see, like, your face. Yeah. You're going to have to go topless. I'll dress like my... No, I'll dress like my... Well, if I went topless, that would... Right? I'd, I, would, I could quit this job. Topless Twitch. Yeah, I'd be the highest paid Twitch Twitcher. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd have to go topless. You're right. Uh, yeah, you need a you need a little bit of an edge. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get some work done. I'm gonna get them uh, looking really nice. Okay. Get them looking real good. Yeah. Little anime style. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, right? whoa! Topless Twitch. Just you saying that, I actually heard a lot of people go. Oh, I know. Oh, I know my audience. <laughs> That's, uh, Nurse is going to have her own anime convention. That's right. <laughs> Rule number one, know your audience. Yes, oh, I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm targeting this, B. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. All right, well, enjoy your fortnight, guys. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've got an update for you guys this morning. Do you remember how yesterday we had the story about the 104-year-old Australian scientist that I said that he he was tired of being disrespected, so he was seeking out assisted suicide and right. the now family yeah. jumped on and they said mars they he confirmed. did they confirmed yeah. he did die yesterday while i was doing the story yeah uh, well i've got an update now on the 100 is he alive again? no he oh. is <laughs> he has left this world uh, r.i.p yeah but the 104 year old um australian scientist did die by assisted suicide yesterday and uh apparently people said that he was uh true to his personality right to the very end mm. Um, this is what uh, the scientist said. His name is David Goodall, and he was tired of being alive. He fell in his apartment. He was there for two days because he couldn't get up. He said nobody was treating him with any respect anymore, and he was just done. He just had it. He was just done. So this is what he said. He said, quote, my life has been rather poor for the past year or so, so today I am very happy to be ending it. And as a matter of fact, several family members were with Goodall until his death. Uh, and apparently, after the former uh, the the paperwork went on, mm-hmm. he started to get visibly frustrated and started saying to people, "What are we waiting for? <laughs> Give me these needles." <laughs> His last meal was fish and chips, yep. and for dessert he had a cheesecake. And apparently, while he was um, talking to people, saying his goodbyes, his last words were, "Quote: This is taking an awfully long time." Those were his last <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah. I paid top dollar for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Those were his last words. Mm -hmm. This is taking an awfully long time. Wow. What would your last words be? I don't know what my last words would be. 
I have no idea. Like, take care of my cats? No, it could be. It could be that. It, well, it probably would be something like this. Mm-hmm. What are we waiting for? <laughs> Speed it up. Speed this up. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, people say that he did pass away peacefully and on his own terms, mm-hmm. which people say is the best way to go. So. <laughs> Last words. Fortnite is life. <laughs> We're back on that. I'll probably quote like RuPaul. Oh, no. yeah. And don't f it up. And don't f it up. <laughs> oh no. Or and now you will dance for your life. And you'll have some reverb on your voice. Oh yeah. You'll have one of those yes. toy the toy microphones that echo. Yes, I will quote RuPaul. Oh. RuPaul will be my last my last words. Great. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do for sure. <laughs> Haley sashay away. I will sashay away. Yes. And now sashay away. Huh. Oh. That'll be me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put that on my tombstone, please. Sashay away. Yeah, sashay yeah. away, because I will quote RuPaul <laughs> until the day that I die. Mm. All right, for those of you who are going to be cele- celebrating Mother's Day uh, this weekend, there's a new study that's out that says that 40% of us think that mom has faked a reaction to a Mother's Day gift. Oh, hands down. And pretended to like something that she, uh, in fact, hated. Think of all your crappy gifts that you made in school and gave to mom. Yeah. Right? Every every mom has at one point been like, yeah, wow, that's fun. A yeah. macaroni thing, that's cool. That's great. Yeah. Well, here are the five most common fake reactions to a bad Mother's Day gift. Number one, thank you. Oh, yeah. Number two, aw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Number three, I love it. Yeah, like the over the top, I love it. Number four, wow, this is great. Yeah. And the last one. I really need one of these. Oh yeah, those are the those are the reactions that you know your mom hates the gift you're giving her. Uh, lots of moms listening. Uh, yeah. text us your your go to line five six seven eight nine. There are four more stats from the survey as well. On average, we're going to spend seventy five bucks on mom this year. Jen, how much have you spent on Rach for the kids? Well, we haven't quite finished up our uh, shopping yet. Is it going to be a macaroni or creation a starter? Well, they know what they're doing. They know what mom likes. It's yeah. sort of their thing. Are you spending 75 bucks on your mom? Uh, well, no, not anymore. Mm. Not what do anymore. you mean, not anymore? She's not your mom anymore? You're making more money, so you've got bigger cuts? <laughs> I had kids to be. Uh, no, she gets like, she doesn't care about that stuff, I don't think. <laughs> she gets a phone call. You guys, do you spend a lot of money on your mom? Uh, yeah. When my mom was around, I, I would send out yeah. gifts. Yeah. I would, I would mail yeah. packages and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, James, yeah. you got to step it up this year. Quick, express post something. Yeah, Crash was mailing was like... Um, I'd mail packages. Yeah, you were doing like two, three hundred bucks. Oh. My mom was big on like Pandora stuff, so I'd get Pandora beads. Yeah. Those aren't cheap. Mom likes... Mom, my mom loves talking on the phone. That's like her, <laughs> I don't think so. That's her big passion. And do you oh. make her calls so you don't pay long distance? You know how expensive that is? <laughs> <laughs> she loves, you know, just to hear from her son. Oh, okay. That's all yeah. she needs. We're doing a... Uh, we got a... We got a date. Going yeah, Mars planned uh, like a whole day. Yeah, we got dinner reservations. We mm-hmm. got yeah, it's gonna be a. It's a to do. It's a to do. Oh, you got to step it up, Ginge. Do it this year. See, see what her reaction is. If it's like a oh, you're like send some flowers. I or? think once you get married, you sort of disown your own mom, and now I got to worry about Rach. I think that's how it works. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Rach is not your mom though. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Number two, two thirds of us check with our siblings to see what they're getting mom before we buy her a gift. Uh, Then uh, about half of us try to one up our siblings to get something better. Yeah. Uh, Number three, the average person will write 43 words in their Mother's Day card, 
which is about two or three sentences. So maybe they say try to push it to four or five. Mm. Uh, and number four, a card is important. According to a survey, it's one of the top five things that mom wants to get this year. The top five cards, or the top five things rather, they'd like something sentimental, lunch or dinner with their children, something homemade, a card, or a vacation. Mm-hmm. You don't even get your mom a card? A card or a vacation? There's a big, there's a <laughs> lot of between there. those two. Yeah. Yeah. We're covering all demographics. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't even get her a card? Yeah, well, I get her like, you know, like a voice card. <laughs> <laughs> My angelic voice. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look at this text. Guys, this isn't fair. Crash can spend more on Mother's Day because he doesn't do Father's Day. <laughs> this is true. You are right. You haven't done Father's Day in like 20 years, so, so it's good. You, so I used to just double down yeah, on Mother's Day. That's right. You double down on Mother's Day. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. surprised he hasn't come back for arrears on that. Oh, I'm just waiting We're waiting for it. Like, you know how many Father's Days oh, you want yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, waiting for ties and lawnmowers? Oh, yeah. I got things to throw back, too. I got my list. Yeah. Sandra and Stoney says, uh, I'm taking my mom to a Cirque du Soleil on ice in Red Deer on Sunday. Wow. That's lovely. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Christine says, uh, my mom wants an outing or an experience. She doesn't need crap. Take her for lunch, then we go to the casino. That sounds like my mom. Oh, yeah, we're probably going to end up at yeah, the casino. Yeah, we're going for dinner and then probably the casino. Not opposed. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, who's this for? <laughs> <laughs> this <guy>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, another one here says, my sisters uh, both have kids for years now, and they just get the kids to make her stuff while I buy something for her. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, for grandma. So the kids just get stuff made. Yeah. And then you buy something for grandma. Ginger, are you seeing the app? Everyone's saying mad your, your, mom, mad your mom grew you. Yeah. So you got to pay her back. Do you at least, will you FaceTime her? I came out, people seem upset about like her body and stuff like that because she birthed me. But I came out like, I was lean. I was thin. I don't believe it. So you were, you <laughs> lithered right out. <laughs> Hardly noticed. <laughs> hmm. Do you do you do a video message with her? Well, she with the kids, yeah. With the children, like for Mother's Day. Yeah, I, I treat my mom very well. <laughs> so do now you? family doesn't think that. <laughs> you don't really sound like you do. Well, this obviously isn't coming across that well, but like outside of Mother's Day, I feel like I'm a pretty good son. <laughs> outside of Mother's <laughs> Day. Mother's Day. Okay. Another one. Oh, I'm taking oh. my mom to Stars on Ice. Yeah, we've got dinner reservations, early dinner reservations, and then we'll see where the night takes us. Ginge, I think your mom just texted in. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I got a Mother's Day present. Oh. Oh. Sad face. Mom. Well, that's what happens when people don't care about you. I mean, <laughs> you know. oh, <laughs> it really oh, does. No. It really does. All right, this next story here is um, uh, is kind of funny, and I, I'm, I'm worried about going a little dark-sided with it. So if you've got a story to share, let's uh, keep it out of the dark side. And uh, see if you've got some funny stories. 780-489-4669. A 95-year-old grandma in Dayton Beach, Florida was arrested. Why? Well, she slapped her granddaughter in the face with a slipper. Her granddaughter is 46 years old. Oh, yeah. Now, the reason why she smacked her with a slipper is because she was, quote, tired of her granddaughter staying in bed all day and soaking up the air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Stealing the air conditioning? Yes. Now, again, this woman was 95 years old, so she smacked her granddaughter, who was 46 years old, with a slipper. Well, what did that granddaughter do? She went and called police and said she was being abused. Oh, no. By grandma. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Now, of course, police arrived at the house. And she decided that she was not going to press charges against her 95-year-old grandma for smacking her with a slipper. But the cops showed up? The cops did show up to yeah. see if this 95-year-old woman She's was, in like, fact... Ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here. Like my lazy granddaughter. She's laying on the couch soaking <laughs> up all want, my air conditioning. You want one of these, too? Closet full of slippers. I will smack you around. Get out of my house. <laughs> It'll happen. Um, I want to know from you guys. 
What did your parents or your grandparents do to you Mm -hmm. that in this day and age would have had them arrested? Oh, right. Uh, The times are different. Things have have really changed. Mm. So without going dark sided, if you have a story that you want to share, what did your parents or your grandparents do? How many people had the leather belt? Oh, it's the threat. The threat of it. Ours was a conveyor belt modified. Where'd you get a conveyor belt? Huh. How big were your grandpa's pants? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a couple feet long. Yeah. But it was from an old uh, uh, old farming machine. Yeah. And it All was right. just cut up for, like, it was contoured for uh, his hand. It was cut for hitting. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, yeah it was a hitting belt. <laughs> All right. Without going to the dark side, what did your parents or your grandparents do to you uh, that nowadays they would have been arrested? Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, without dabbling in the dark side, uh, we want to know what did your parents or your grandparents do back back in the day mm. that would totally have them arrested now. Even some teacher stories are rolling in, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, when yeah. I was going to school in... Uh, uh, probably a, it would have been uh, elementary, actually. Remember, uh, every kid leans back on their chair on the two legs. I had a teacher, my social studies teacher, that would kick your chair. Yeah, so you'd oh, yeah. fall and hit your head on the floor. Oh, yeah. I've seen they teachers were... throw kids into lockers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. I, did you guys have a, um, uh, you guys didn't have a pantry, did you, growing up? No. Okay. We had a pantry. Yeah. Uh, and in uh, in the pantry were. Or was that a butler's pantry? Uh, in the pantry, though, were snacks. like, And they were snacks for my mom and my dad. Yeah. And if we touch those as kids, mm-hmm. like if my mom or dad went to watch a movie that night when we were in bed and the Doritos were gone, yeah, or a certain chip was gone, because me or my brothers got into it, we all got, hell breaks it was, loose. It was the belt. Oh yeah, the belt comes. It out. was the belt. You're like, no, the chip belt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You didn't mess with their food because oh, you yeah. were afraid. Yeah. Was it the belt that he was currently wearing, or did he have a dedicated one? He didn't. He grabbed whatever belt he could. Oh, just belts hanging just, all over the yeah, house. Yeah, it was like a torture chamber. It was. <laughs> Uh, this text here says, my grandma used to leave me and my cousin, who were six and seven at the time, in the car outside of the sand store. It'd be a hot summer day. Windows down, keys in the ignition so we could listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. She would come out and scream at us if she could hear our music in the store. <laughs> yeah, kids, turn that down! <laughs> You'd probably get arrested for that now, but it was totally normal back then. Oh, yeah, just leave oh, yeah, your, you your kids in the car. No, no. no way. Uh, I got uh, Megan on three here. How you doing, Megan? Hey. Hi. All right, so as a kid, uh, you were punished in a way that probably would get someone arrested nowadays, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, what yeah. happened? So every time my brother and sister and I would come home from school, if the paddle that said, if this is not here, run, <laughs> if it was taken down, we would all look at each other going, what did we do? Who did what? Oh, no. And instantly, of course, I was a really bad kid growing up, really big, bad mouth. Yep. So I would actually run to the doghouse. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, my parents are too big. There's no way they would. <laughs> and yeah. you hide in the back of the doghouse? Yeah, you got outsmarted yeah. with your little body, for sure. Oh, yeah, I would hide. And then my parents would bring supper out and put it right in front of the doghouse. <laughs> so and I was just like, no, 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 I'm good here. And then once I did get out and everything, my punishment was is that I also got the paddle. Yeah, we were, we were dairy farmers, so I had to go in and clean all the manure out oh. before I went to school the next morning. Oh, drag! So of course everyone knew in school that I was in trouble when I started sticking my 
know. Yeah, you'd you would know. smell like poo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, like I do yeah. love the doghouse, though. You're hiding in the doghouse, and they probably reach for you a little bit, so you see hands coming, and then they're like, we'll get you with food. Yeah, and then unfortunately, I told my kids that, so now she's like, oh, I know what to do. Now. Yeah, no, 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 no. She's done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that's glorious. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Megan. Thank you, guys. Okay, take guys. care. Bye-bye. And it's funny, too, that her parents, just like you would do an animal. Oh, absolutely. Like you put like a delicious yeah. smelling food yeah, or meat out, out of there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Allison's uh, right at the top here. Did your parents punish you as a kid in a way that they'd be arrested for? Yeah. I grew up with my dad. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he used to ask us, uh, or we used to ask him if we could uh, have hot lemonade um, in the evening. Okay. And I learned later on that it was Neo Citrin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that puts your kids oh to God. sleep. <laughs> he knocked us out. You know what? Oh, yeah, it does knock you out. You know what's funny? <laughs> Uh, I remember yeah. Neo Citrin in our house all the time, and it was yeah. a treat. It was a treat. I, I'm with you. I know. So yeah. obviously, we were probably being irritating kids, and our yeah. parents are just like, you know what? Here you go. Yeah. And you're like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a cold night. Let's have some hot lemonade. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. so good, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, I it remember that too. Tasty. I like that yeah. one. Thanks, Allison. No problem. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye. I, I, so you go to bed early? Up until this point, I just thought, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, hot lemonade. Or something? Yeah. Uh, no name on this text says, Good morning, everyone. My dad left me at a grocery store for an hour by myself because I was, quote, giving him attitude. <laughs> I was 10 years old, just stood at the doors and waited for him. Oh, yeah, you'd get in major trouble for that now. Oh, major absolutely. trouble. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Let's do uh, go with Connie. How you doing, Connie? I'm doing okay. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. All right. So, uh, what did your grandma get up to? My grandma had a little bit of a drinking problem <laughs> but apparently she was a great babysitter and every time my mom left me with her she would teach me how to blow o's with cigarette smoke <laughs> <laughs> oh no no grandma oh jeez. she could not teach me how to blow a bubble properly but i could blow the heck out of a cigarette oh man and she'd be like make sure you don't inhale honey but just pop it <laughs> oh she, we would it. sit there and she'd show me how to hold my lips and just go <laughs> all these practice for hours, for years on end. Oh, my God. Connie, how old were you? I was about four or five. Four or five. <laughs> and you could blow the best smoke circles. It the was all fun and games until my mom came home early one day yeah. and walked around the corner, and I was in the middle of blowing it out. Oh, oh my God. I bet you your mom freaked right out. She just gave me a look and looked at my grandmother, and my grandmother's like, oh, leave her alone. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the best oh, one that came in so far. Thanks for sharing that, Connie. <laughs> no problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Just teaching, <laughs> teaching a kindergartner how to blow those smoke Holy rings. Hey, eh? what would you uh, do if your little you walked in the room and your little angels blowing <laughs> smoke rings? Like, hey, I'd be exactly what the number two. I'd be like, that's impressive because I can't do that. Right. And then number three, I would probably lose my mind. Holy crap! Lose my lose my mind. Uh, another story here. Let's go. Uh, oh, we'll go with David. Hey, David. Yeah. All right, so uh, your grandma did something that she probably would have been arrested for. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. what did she do? Yeah, so when I was a lot younger, uh, my Nana, if we were ever acting up, there was like this, it wasn't an actual cooking wooden spoon, but there was this like gigantic decorative piece kind of wooden spoon she had by the stove, and she <laughs> would pick that thing up and swat us 
like we're a ball on a tennis racket. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And then uh, later on, so when she started doing that, all she would have to do to get us to stop is just point her finger at that spoon that we immediately stopped doing. What yeah, we there, was, there was that fear. Because yeah. she, probably, she probably connected with you guys a couple times, and then you're like, no, I'm terrified of it. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Definitely smartened up right away. Oh, absolutely. That would hurt. The crack of a giant wooden spoon. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I got some welts on my bum, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right. The weather this weekend is supposed to be absolutely gorgeous, and uh, everyone is talking about it because this weekend we're going to see highs of 24 and 26 degrees. And full sun. It's going to be hot. It's going to be yeah, nice. Is it windy? Let me check the wind. No, I don't think it's supposed to be windy uh, at all. I don't have any wind. Oh, yeah, it's sweet. It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. So there's a lot going on in the city. Make sure that you get out and enjoy these summer-like temperatures. Everybody this morning, though, is, of course, talking about the Winnipeg Jets and their win last night, advancing to the conference final with a Game 7 win. So uh, Las Vegas is who they're taking on next. Mm-hmm which is going to be awesome. You're going to have to wait until Saturday night uh, to watch the Jets take on the Golden Knights. 5-1 was the final score, uh, the win over Nashville. That was a great game, guys. It was a great game. A lot of people turned into like impromptu Jets fans, too, because now they're Canada's team. Oh, it's Canada's team. Yeah. It is Canada's team. Mm-hmm. And everyone is saying that if they win the Stanley Cup this year, Canada will riot. Oh, we'll riot. Like, you think the Kinder if Morgan... Winnipeg partying, we are partying. You think the Kinder Morgan pipeline protests are a big deal? Wait till Winnipeg wins the Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This country is going to explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the victory moves the Jets into the Final Four. They'll open the Western Conference Final against the Golden Knights on Saturday in Winnipeg. The opening face-off is scheduled for, I think, 5 o'clock our time. Game 2 is Monday in Winnipeg as well, and then the series moves to Las Vegas for Game 3 on Wednesday. Now, Tampa Bay Lightning will be facing the Washington Capitals in the Eastern Conference Final starting today, if you want to watch uh, some hockey tonight, so Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. All right, how many of you guys are on your way to work uh, today, and chances are uh, you're going to sit around and complain about a few things that are going on? Probably 95% of people. I would say 95% of people. Maybe you're going out for drinks after work with some coworkers. Do you sit around and complain about the state of the company, the state of management, maybe the way other people are treating you, Mm. the things people have said about you? The terrible week you had at work. Sure. Well, if you're you're looking for some free group therapy, uh, just get together with your coworkers and just let it loose on how crappy things are. (laughs) A new study is out that says when people sit around and complain about work together... It's actually beneficial for your mental health. Oddly enough, it actually makes you more productive. Mm. Talking about why you hate your job makes you better at it. Mm. Talking about people who have wronged you at work makes you more competitive. Did you just uh, create this study? No. (laughs) I haven't sat around and talked badly about work. Uh, Researchers think it's because it helps you hear that your coworkers are just as frustrated as you are. Mm -hmm. You know that you're not alone and that your problems aren't just growing in silence. No, I totally get that. In any business, any uh, radio station I've worked for, that's always happened. Oh, yeah. People sit around and complain all the time. Right? Yeah, if things aren't going as planned, yeah, you'll sit around and uh, chat about certain things. Maybe particular people. (laughs) It does happen to slip in there. Yeah. For sure. Especially if people feel that they've been wronged. Mm -hmm. And I guess once you get it off your chest, it feels better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it feels better. It makes you a better person. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Hmm. How many people are sitting around, like uh, with all their coworkers, and just bitching? 
Well, Ginger, you hang out with the coworkers a lot more than we do. You guys sit around and complain about everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. A lot of complaining. Yeah, mm. I bet there is a lot of complaining mm. that goes One thing on. you have in common with your coworkers, mm. y'all uh, hate everyone else. Yeah, you can all complain about the same things. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Do uh, Does upper management, I've never lived that upper management life, mm-hmm. do they complain about uh, their bosses or do, are they mocking us when they get together? Uh, they do both. Yeah, I would imagine they go both sides. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been in those conversations. Perk of being a management. <laughs> yeah, they go both sides. They complain about their managers and then the people below them. Mm-hmm. It's both. They're talking to you about us? Yeah. Well... Days are numbered, buddy. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Tough way to find out. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. All right. How many of you guys right now are picking your nose? According to a new survey, one out of three people say they never pick their nose. Liar. That includes 39% of women and 25% of men. 58% of people admit they pick their nose, but they only do it in private. Mm-hmm. And 5% of people say they don't care what society thinks. They're going to pick their nose in public. Flick it where they want to flick it wow. and do what they want to do. I think we can all admit we've picked our nose at one point, but don't do it in public and flick I don't think you should do it. In, I think picking your nose in public, like walking through a That's grocery disgusting. store or walking, you know, like through the mall, mm-hmm. it is one of the grossest things. You can possibly do. What about uh, in your car? I think that's gross privacy of your car. I think that's pretty gross. Unless you're parked in your car and there's nobody around. But if I pull up at a red light beside someone and they are just digging for gold, I find that very, very gross. I'll never forget the uh, lady that was in a car beside us. She was sitting at a red light. She... Took a glam shot on Instagram or whatever she was posting it to. It was I remember like, that day. It was like that premium shot, and she was a good-looking girl. Yeah. And she's like duck lips out, mm-mm-mm, gets her picture, writes a little message, posts it, and then went right in and dug a nugget out. Oh, yeah, she went and right in there. ate it. Yeah. What? What? Oh, oh, yeah. We watched her the whole time, and just horrified. Initially, we're like, oh, my God, but first, let me take a selfie. Yeah. And laughing at that, and then she puts her phone away, digs, pulls it out, inspects it and then pops it in her and mouth then, and then like bit whatever was stuck under her nail make sure she got <laughs> the rest so of it wow. oh, she was filthy I, and then the light turned green and she took off <laughs> like you filthy animal <laughs> get out of here oh, yeah, yeah. that was right by the Miz oh, yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. we were coming from the mall and we were driving um whatever that street is right across right past the Miz yeah and we were stopped at the light at 170th street and we watched her that was nasty yeah because Crash is in a truck right and he's a lot higher then, so we can look down into cars. And, uh, yeah. I, that girl went from, like, looking at looking like a 10 to yeah. zero. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, LMFAO, I am picking my nose while I'm driving and listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> well, it's in the privacy of your car. Yeah. It gets dusty on the road. Yeah. You get dry in there. Yeah. And usually, you probably don't have Kleenex around, right? Don't do it at a light, though. No, but do it when like, you're moving. Don't do it at a light. Do it when people can't see you. So you're okay with the act itself. You just don't think people should do it. If I can't see it, do what you got to (laughs) do. This one. West End Girls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you're super hot, but you're picking your nose and (laughs) you're eating it. Uh, This text here says, my daughter and I actually play a game. Every time we're at a red light, we look to see if people are picking their nose. Yeah. You guys would be shocked. How many times people are just digging in there? I've caught myself, like, really looking in my rearview mirror. I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel something in there. And then I, like, touch my nose, and I'm like, oh, no, people don't think I'm, t- I'm, I'm picking my nose. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm, in, a, if I'm in a pinch and yeah. i got to get something out of there, I'll, I don't like a tissue. I, for some reason, I feel like the pinkies, like the classy man's, like the businessman. <laughs> that's, that's how you get fancy with your nose picking. Isn't it better than, like, uh, the index, though? 
Uh, I feel I feel like there's a difference. There's no or the casual the casual thumb scrape. The Mm. casual thumb scrape is okay, or the knuckle. But that's for something that's on the surface that might be visible. Well, that looks like you have a problem. You're like, (laughs) I would rather look like that. Tapping your fingers. But like going right up there is just it's it's not good. What about if you use the uh, end of a pen cap? No, that's that's gross. You've never dug? No, Mm. with a tool like a shovel. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. The Mm. the end of a pen cap is perfect to get a nugget out. That's old nose crash talking. Oh, you gotta be careful with this new thing. You know, yeah. Now I blow it properly. Right. Yeah. you can't go up there with tools either. Yeah, I no, wonder, I don't wanna, wonder no. what happened to your nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, Don's uh, got a story here. Kay. How you doing, Don? Oh, very well. How are you? Yeah, yeah doing pretty we're good. Doing good. Don, uh, are you on speaker? Uh, yeah. Okay, we're, we're just going to get you to talk loud. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm talking loud. Okay, we can hear you. Okay, what's up with the boogs? When I worked in the newsroom, I read a study that okay. said people who pick their nose and then eat their boogers actually have a stronger immune system. Mm. I don't know if I believe it. I don't know. There's apparently a healthy reason to eat your boogers. I don't know. I don't. I think you're just trying to justify booger eating here. No, I don't eat mine. <laughs> 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 but this study apparently makes you, uh, builds your immune system. Yeah, because there's uh, antigens and antibodies in it uh, that... You know, help boost your immune. Uh, so. you, you know what? People are texting that they've read that study or they heard that uh-huh. same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, the funny thing is when the story came out, I kind of read it out to the newsroom and you could tell the eaters from the non-eaters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, like oh. I love this. Everyone's like, just run with it, Don. It's breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, thanks, Don. Have a great day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I found Don's study. Is it legit or what? Well, I remember doing it. I remember it was about five years ago. I remember when this came out. Yeah, it's from the University of Saskatchewan. Oh, no. So, I mean, grain of salt. Yeah. Okay. I clearly blocked that study out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, I remember when you guys talked about the story, Mars. You did it about five years ago. Ah. This was some uh, kid who was tormented in school for being a booger eater and, and, and put himself something. through college. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's like, this is my mission in yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. I will justify this. Write yeah. a study and spread the word. Another one says, guys, I've, I've heard of this study as well. Mm. And I believe it's based on the booger pickers and how little or how less they get sick. So they did a study on who's getting sick and like who's not getting sick and, and who's picking their nose and who isn't. Yes. Mm. This uh, guy- listen to this text here. Are you ready yeah. for this? says, my friend's husband mm-hmm. will be knuckle deep when you're talking to him. What? No. If he finds something, he'll then roll it between his fingers and he flicks it. Ah, there's a lot of booger flickers. While you're flickers. talking to him? Yeah. How about this one? My husband will be in bed. He'll pick his nose, flick it. Then when I go to vacuum, all I can hear is the boogers being sucked oh. out. It sounds like you're vacuuming gravel. <laughs> How large are his boogers? That is so cool. Oh, that one got me. That's like two days in a row now. Your husband is a filthy animal. Who texts Jody. Jody. So Jody. The nose on this. Oh, my God. Does, does your husband have a honker? Like part elephant. Does it hold a lot of product? Oh, the wrong my part. God. Jeez. This one here says, oh, my God, you guys, with the vacuuming of the boogers, I'm going to puke. And, of course, I look over to my right at a red light. Someone's digging for gold. Oh, no. There's a lot of people digging at a red light. Another one, guy beside me at the red light, digging away. Really? Mm-hmm. A lot of vacuums have, like, the clear canister now, too, oh, so you, so can, you can, see can see what you suck up. Ugh. 
Yeah, you should have the clean vacuum and just go in that area and see how much you pick up. Oh, my God. I would divorce him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how about this one? Hey, my uh, brother-in-law has a very long tongue, and he picks his nose with his tongue because he says fingers are gross, especially under the nail. But he's got his tongue in his nose? Did the text put the emphasis on the very, or is that you, Crash? That's a bro- my brother has a very long time. <laughs> well, someone's interested. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. That's crazy. Um, oh, so bad. Why is everybody picking their nose? To uh, collate with your story there, it says, My dog licks his bees and eats rabbit turds. He never gets a cold. So maybe there is something with that study <laughs> from Saskatchewan. <laughs> That study says that's why boogers are sweet, to tempt kids to eat them. No, they're mm. like they our body, Like our body made it sweet. So we eat them. Are they sweet? Them. Oh, don't act so surprised about boogers. I thought boogers were uh, salty. Yeah, I thought they were sweet. I didn't know they were salty, sweet. sweet. I don't have like nerds hanging up up there. Well, are you that, sweet? I can't picture the taste. I feel, I feel like it's more of a savory taste. Oh. <laughs> what? Sweet doesn't come to mind. Oh, my God. We've got a verification. Yeah. I have this text here. to say, guys, I got two kids in the back seat. Okay. We're on our way to school. They are verifying. Boogers are salty. Both of them eat their boogers. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, I thought they were it always salty. It was a test. Busted flash. <laughs> 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 I got a study. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so gross. Oh, that's gross. Um, yeah, oh, I don't know how you're going to handle this one, Mars. Oh, boy. Uh, how you doing, Brian? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. Okay, so uh, what's your uh, job? Is it uh, moving furniture or what's the deal? Well, it was a job I used to have. I used to move furniture for a furniture company we used to deliver. Oh, yeah. And uh, we used to remove old furniture uh, out of the home as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one particular delivery, and I, when I walked in, I uh, you greet the customers and... Uh, they had a couple uh, boys, probably 10 and 12. Yeah. And uh, me and my partner were going to take the old piece of furniture out. Uh, and I had luckily took the uh, good side of the couch because apparently on his side of the couch that was against the wall was completely covered in crusty uh, old boogers. Oh, oh. Yeah, the, side. the side of the couch that you can't see. Yeah, like, it was a red couch, and we got it into the truck, and I thought he was exaggerating, and then I went and looked at the other side of the couch, and it was yellow and green. (laughs) (laughs) That is disgusting. (laughs) And your buddy probably just quickly put his hands there, and it's like... (laughs) What the hell? When when he picked it up, it was like uh, it was like the couch was a junior high dance partner. He held that quite the arm's length. <laughs> no touching, no body contact. <laughs> that is nasty. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, no worries. Okay, bye bye. Bye. <laughs> that is vile. Imagine uh, like office furniture. Like, look under that dirty no, old chair, Jinch. Have that's a pee. Adam's chair. Don't look under that. No, please do. I'm- he refuses to put the Now TV camera on, and I think we figured out why. Well, it's shredded. I guarantee that's Ugh. boog fest. No, I'm not doing it. No, there's boogs all over that. I guarantee it. Yeah. I feel like the 10 to 12-year-old, that's your prime boogin' age. Yeah. Mm. Those, no, those kids were in their prime. A lot of adults still do uh, boog picking. Uh, mm. Diana's on, too. How you doing, Diana? Hi, how are you? Good, Hi, good. good. Okay, so uh, you used to work in a restaurant. What did you experience? Uh, so I worked in this restaurant, and uh, we had regulars that would come in like a couple times a day and just drink coffee. Yeah. And there's this one guy we all refer to him as Booger Picker. Oh no. And he was probably like 60 years old. Like he's 
so gross. And he would come in and pick his nose and then wipe it on the wall where he was sitting. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we all hated serving him. And we were all like, you have to serve Booger Pecker. We're like, no, you serve him. Because you know you have to clean the wall after. Yes, it was disgusting. And so finally, one day... I was like, I've had enough. And I walked up to him and I gave him some, like, napkins. Yep. And he's like, oh, what are those for? I was like, next time you feel like picking your nose, wipe it in a napkin, not on our wall. <laughs> Good he, for you. Did he finally stop? Oh, no. Oh. And somebody I know, like, had to use his car for something once, and they said his whole steering wheel was full of boogers. The steering wheel? He's not, why, he's not even hiding them. Oh, no. Like, he, he was just... Disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. Gross. Thanks for sharing that, Diana. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Imagine seeing that in a restaurant. Yeah, right? Uh, another one here. Uh, Christine. How you doing, Christine? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, what's up with your niece? Um, I had to borrow her car one time, and I was driving along, and I dropped a pen, and I needed the pen, so I pulled over. And I opened the driver's side door, and I leaned down to grab my pen off the floor. Yep. And I had, like, a face full of all the boogers she had wiped on the side of her seat. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, like, dry heaving. That is disgusting. (laughs) And I bet you sat back down on the seat, and you kept your legs away from it. Oh, it was so gross. Oh, that is nasty. Did you ever bring it up with her or just give her a car back? Yeah, I called her right away. I'm like, you're a disgusting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is gross. Thanks for sharing that. But I love her. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Nice for yeah. Sure. Okay, take care, Christine. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I guess because you're reaching down to your left, right? Like when you're driving. I'm curious about this chair. <coughs> I don't even want to know. Uh, chair oh. is surprisingly clean. Check McHale's. Yeah, check that chair. Check that dirty chair it. in the corner. Okay, here we go. What do we got? Marcy? And, I don't even want to know. And it's a plastic bottom. I'm going to get in there. What do we got? Are they hidden in the it, springs? It actually looks okay. We're clean. Holy crap. <sighs> The top of the chair looks vile, but the bottom, spotless. Mm-hmm. I am shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, another one. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Heather. Oh, my God. Uh, how you doing, Heather? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Okay, so uh, what, what's your run-in with a, a booger? <laughs> At work. So I work for a bank. Yeah. And I work in, like, our admin center. Yeah. There's, like, 500 people in this building, and... We had to put up a sign asking people to not wipe their boogers on the wall. What? People are disgusting. You actually? <laughs> there, there's been so many boogers on your wall, you had to put up a freaking yeah. sign. Yes. So we would clean, like, not me. But yeah, yeah. The cleaners would clean them up. Yeah. And then the next day, there would be more boogers on the wall. Oh. So we, literally, we literally had to make a sign saying, this is disgusting. If you're the one doing this, it's gross. Please stop. And is it like a casual, like, pick and flick, or they smear? Smear. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was wrong with people. What? That is so I mean, nasty. There's even more disgusting things that happen there. And, like, considering it's, like, a bank and not, like, a frat house, you'd be really shocked. Yeah, it's a bank. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a... Wow. People are disgusting. All right. Okay, thanks, Heather.
You're welcome. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. That's bad when you have to put up a sign, right? put up a sign. Is that why they say, because money's supposed to be super dirty, right? Yeah. Is it because yeah. bank people are so nasty? No, uh, I don't, I think, don't so. think so. I think people in general are just disgusting. Do you want one more? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know I do. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please. I'm in, I'm, it's I'm torture, just, but I love it. I'm enthralled yeah. by how gross people are. Uh, let's go, uh, Janine. How you doing, Janine? Hi, I'm good. Good, good. good. Uh, so uh, you're calling out your mom's boyfriend? Oh, yeah. Okay, so what's up with your mom's boyfriend? Oh, just the walls are covered in boogers. And the worst part about it is that um, they have me clean their house once in a while. What? So... I'm I'm with my rags in my bucket, and I'm having to pick all the boogers off the walls. It looks looks like a kindergarten wall. What wall are they stuck on? Oh, all of them. What? He just walks through the house wiping boogs? I think they're flickers. They look more like flickers to me, but especially his bathroom. Like, you're sitting on the toilet, and all you can see is just a wall full of boogers. Oh, my God. As an adult. Yeah, oh yeah, he's in his 50s. Yep, he's yeah. in his 50s. He's, he's in his 50s. flicking the boogs everywhere. Have yeah. you ever brought it up, being like, clean up, you filthy animal? Not to him. Yeah. Me and my mom talk about it once in a while. Yeah, and your mom's okay with it? No. Oh, no. Oh, but nobody, I, you know, nobody wants to talk to him about yeah. it. It's weird, yeah. Oh, that is... Ugh. Well, good luck on the next clean. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, take care, Janine. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, those are the walls in your home. That is disgusting. Do you think her mom's dating like a Tom Hanks from Big situation where this guy visited like a Zoltar machine? No, I think (laughs) he's he's actually like 13. It's just (laughs) gross. Maybe she feels she can't do any better. This one, if you can. You can do better. I don't know. You can. Someone texted, if you can't beat him, join him with the boogs. That boyfriend must have some other things going for him. Uh, I if don't, you know what I mean. I oh, yeah. Know. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, Laura says, we used to have a cleaning lady who made a sign for my son to put on his wall. The sign said, Booger Saver. It was a place for him to wipe his boogers <laughs> instead of the wall. I guess that makes sense. Laura said he loved the sign and would wipe his boogers. Or, Tell your kids to not wipe his boogers on the wall. Oh, he's going to wipe them somewhere else. You might as well put them on a sign. Where is, let's say it's a worst case situation. Yeah. You've uh, you've either gone too far digging or you sneezing to have a Kleenex. Yeah. And you've got something on your hands. Where Where's the where's the acceptable place? There's no tissue paper. Okay. Where, where are you putting it? Inside your pocket. Go inside your pocket, and if you have to roll it inside, leave it be. That's where it is. In your clothes? That's, that's where the booger dies. It's the gentleman thing to do, yeah. I think so, yeah. Hide it in your pocket. Because on your pants, the outside of your pants, yeah, you yeah, can oh, still no, sit yeah, on something Yeah, you don't want to wipe. You don't flick it, because that's gross. Hmm. This text here says, I'm with you guys. I'm with you, Crash. Yeah. If you can't beat this convo, join it. Currently picking my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using voice to text because my thumbs are busy. (laughs) (laughs) That is nasty. Uh, Probably every kid's room is covered in boogs, right? Yeah, it probably is. All right. Well, thank you for that. If only there was somewhere to put your boogers. Like, if only they created something in a box that you could pull out. That you could pull out and put your boogers in. Doesn't every teen have tissues in their bedroom? Wow. You would think. All right. Let's move on here. Uh, Off to Arizona we're going for this next story here. We're a very wealthy man. Um, he was on a dating site online for millionaires, and he went on a date with a woman that he met. Mm-hmm. Now, after uh, one date, apparently the woman went a little nutters. Uh-oh. And the man had to call police on her multiple times, and she was found sitting in her car outside of his house with a butcher knife on the passenger Jeez. She also went too far as to break into his home to have a bath, and at one point sent him over 65000 
texts. Uh, she really wanted to get with this guy. I've got the news story for you here. Have mm-hmm. a listen. And you don't stop giving, even if you don't receive. You all of a sudden receive a lot. That's one way to look at love. But Paradise Valley police say Addis took it too far. We're talking 65,000 text messages in the last few months. Chilling threats. According to police reports, some of those texts read, quote, I don't want to be a murderer. Police reports oh. say Addis also texted the victim saying she would cut up his body, wear his body parts, and bathe in his blood. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. In our jailhouse <laughs> interview, Addis did not want to talk about the alleged stalking or harassment. She ignored questions about showing up at his work, claiming to be his wife, or allegedly breaking into his home and bathing in his tub. When we asked her if she would actually hurt him... No. Oh, my God, no, I love him so much. Mm. I just want to love him so much, I said. And if he doesn't like it, then I'll go home and I'll love my ex-boyfriend. What am I supposed to do? Jeez. Well, that ex-boyfriend must not have liked to watch that interview. He's like, no, please. He's like, oh, no, no. I hope she they, moves on. They went on one date. That's after one date? That's after one date. She obviously has a couple of other I'm sure there's some issues going on, going on yeah. How do you send 65,000 texts? Do you just sit there and one and after and another over. after yeah. another after another? Yeah. I don't know what I would do if someone sent me 65,000 text messages. Mm-hmm. I, do, I think I, after the first five, I'd block you. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think you got to give him a second chance. No, I don't think so. I don't think you give this one a second chance. If they're putting that kind of work in. And she said she didn't want to murder him. Yeah. So that's reassuring. But when they asked her about it, she was like, "Uh, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not good. That's not good. All right. One last story here for you guys this morning. And if you've got a a story rather to share, I want to hear from you. 780-489-4669. 780-489-4669. Off to the UK we go. Uh, where a guy named Barry Hodge, but not an old guy, he was 23 years old. Oh, 23-year-old Barry? A 23-year-old Barry was mm. driving in his work van when he was pulled over by police officers. Uh, when they pulled him over, they immediately noticed that he was shaking and sweating. Mm. So they said, uh, Mr. Hodge, Barry Hodge, uh, are you okay? I love that name. Barry Hodge. <laughs> oh, Barry Hodge. Now, what did he get pulled over for? He got pulled over for going 15 kilometers per hour over the speed limit. Okay. They had no intention of giving him a ticket. As a matter of fact, they just wanted to give the young guy a warning because mm. he looked like he was in like a work van and he was on his way to work. Well, when they asked him what's wrong, he blurted out, I have a $1,000 stash of cocaine in the Kinder Egg shell. Oh, my God. Barry. <sighs> I also have more at my house if you want to go see it. Very. Yeah. My yeah. who shot JFK. Yeah. He started to blurt out about all the drugs that he had, not only in his car, but at his home. So he just ultimately panicked. He panicked. Panicked and got garbage mouth and just let everything he out. He just let everything out. Yeah. He was not under the influence at the time. And a matter of fact, the young man was doing... Simply what everyone else does was driving to work, except for he did have cocaine on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did. They, of course, they searched his van. He was arrested when they found the cocaine in the Kinder Egg. So he would have got off probably because the cops just wanted to give him a warning. Yes, he would have got off because the cops just wanted to give him a warning to slow down on his way to work. <laughs> this one, jeez, Barry. <laughs> jeez, Barry. Oh, Barry. Come oh, yeah. on. I want to know from you guys, did you ever have a panic at a pullover. Mm. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a mass criminal and you had a whole bunch of things. But rather than just being cool, just being cool when you got pulled over, mm. did you suddenly start to blurt out a whole ton of things? 
I could see you doing I that. Would do you, this. In any situation with like security, especially security at the airport, uh, Mars panics. I do panic. And starts confessing stuff that we don't even have. I'm like, yes. we didn't, we didn't, we looked at that, we didn't buy it. And, I know. And then the confusion happens, and then our luggage is searched. They put me <laughs> over and they're like, ma'am, you've been selected for secondary screening. I'm like, well, no wonder I have a bomb. <laughs> you know, like, I, you can't yell. <laughs> You can't say stuff. No, no. You can't say stuff like this, like this, like this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, people want to know how high he was. He was not. He was just scared. Yeah. Have you ever had a run-in with authority? Maybe like Crash said, you were at um, security. Yeah, security you got at pulled the over or something. Yeah. And did you just start blurting out stuff? Did you get pulled over by the police and you just panicked and you started blurting out things? Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alright, these are great. We were wondering about the time that you totally panicked when you were pulled over. Uh, or maybe you were going through security, or you were involved with a, in authority with authority uh, in one way or another. We had a story in the news about a guy in the UK who got pulled over. He was on his way to work in his work van, and uh, the police officers didn't even have a chance to ask him mm. or tell them why he was being pulled over until he blurted out that he's got a whole bunch of drugs. He was not <laughs> intoxicated at the time either. You haven't been pulled over in a long time. No, I haven't, knock on wood. Would but you, I probably would freak out. Would you get verbal diarrhea? Yeah, I would. Would you confess anything, mm. like uh, narcotic-wise? No, I don't I don't know, but I, I don't know if... I- what if you What if you came from uh, like a party where maybe that was around? Would you Would you panic? Yes, I would say um, I'm the designated driver tonight, and everybody around me is doing pot and cocaine. I don't I don't think I don't, I don't think you should be saying that. Okay, <laughs> I just came from Drug Fest 2018. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> it's at that house over there. <laughs> don't check my car. Yeah, uh, right at the top here. Uh, Pamela's hanging on. Did you panic with the cops, Pamela? Um. Yeah, I panicked. I just. Word vomit. Oh, okay, no. so what happened? So I was speeding, and it was a really, really bad morning. The kids were just being total a-holes and everything. So I was speeding by Ukraine Village. Okay. And he's like, excuse me, ma'am, but uh, do you know why you're speeding? I'm like, because my kids are a-holes. And I really... <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He just kind of looked at me, and he's like, you have to poop? And I'm like, yes, I have to poop. <laughs> so, <laughs> Your kids are a-holes and you have to poop. <laughs> yeah, but it's like too much probiotics and stuff. And I'm like, dude, seriously. So he kind of like gave me a little bit of a less ticket. Oh, <laughs> did he? Work. Yeah, yes. he felt a little bad for you, but still gave you a, a bit of a ticket. Well, he probably didn't want me to crap my pants. So. That's true. He's like, let's oh, get yeah. this done quick and you be on your way. Yeah, I guess if you just start blurting it out, like, look, the kids are being crappy. I had a bad morning. Mm. I'm not feeling very good, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Okay, thanks, Pamela. It's less kids in my pants. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Take care. Thanks, you do. Bye-bye. And that's that Bye. verbal diarrhea, right? right? You just start spewing it. You just sit, literally say what is exactly happening exactly too, which happening. is not the greatest. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, I was over at my mom's place and uh, we were in her garden and she was separating some plants for me to take back to, back to mine. Yeah. So I had uh, dirt and plants in the back seat of my car. Well, I got pulled over for speeding on my way home from my mom's. Uh, as soon as the police officer pulled me over, I started telling him, these aren't pot plants, they're regular plants. They're just plants from my mom's place. He didn't seem concerned at all. He just stared <laughs> he at me. He just looked, and he's like, it's he's like, okay. I, I These can... are actually lily of the valley. It's not marijuana. I swear to God, I am not transporting pot plants. That would be your luck. Yeah, You buy a plant with, like, jagged leaves. Yeah, I would. These You're aren't right. pot plants. These like, aren't pot. Step out of the vehicle, man. This, it isn't pot plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kim on six. What happened at LAX? 
So the LAX security is really, really, really small to begin with. Okay. And um, I was traveling with my two sons. My husband wasn't there. And one of my kids has special needs. Okay. So we go through and they split us up when they start doing our shoes and stuff like that. And right away I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been wearing my Toms in Disney for five days and they smell really bad. You want me to take my shoes off? Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. My feet smell really bad. He's like, don't talk. I'm like, oh my gosh. Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> So then we, I'm trying to keep my eye on my kids, and then all of a sudden um, I walk through and I, I beep, and he <sighs> says, ma'am, you need to come with me. Yeah. Okay, okay, but I got my kids. I got my kids. I can't go, and I'm, I'm starting to panic now. I'm sweating, and I can see my kids. They're on one side of this plexiglass. I'm on the other side, and they're like, uh, we, need this ch- we need this lady ch- uh, checked for explosive. And this other lady over here, and I'm looking at this little tiny Italian lady. She's probably in her 70s. Yeah. And they looked at the both of us and said they 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 blew up like the 4th of July when they went through the scanner. And I'm oh. like, oh, my gosh. So now I'm thinking, what the heck? And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, my kids are over there. They don't know what's going on. And so I'm here. You're panicking. Like 100-year-old lady, and, and we're covered in explosive dust. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We were just in Disneyland for five days. I've been dealing with American currency for five days. Well, heck yeah, I'm covered in residue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's only explosive yeah. residue. <laughs> right? And, I, and I'm like, okay, but, but he said, don't talk, so I'm just not going to talk. Yeah. And so they start swabbing me down, and now my, my special needs guy is losing his mind. So they're like, dude, what's this kid's problem? Do we need to take him down to Oh, no. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk here. Can, you, can we just get this over with? My son is over there. He's special needs. And they're like, ma'am, don't talk. <laughs> You're like, I'm just trying to explain something. The mom in me is now becoming irate. And I'm like, listen, my kid is special needs. So either he comes to me or I go to him or you make this whole thing go away really quickly, please. Yeah. So the little old lady gets taken away by security. <gasps> and... I get ushered through, and I'm like, holy oh. crap. Like, I wonder if this grandma was totally sporting explosives. Right? Because now, now, you now you're at the point yeah. of past the panic. Now you want to know. Now you want to know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm reunited with my two kids. We're all good. And I'm looking at this grandma with security on both sides, and I'm like, holy crap, grandma's packing. Text <laughs> 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 Crash and Mars 56789. Join the conversation. 1023 L Radio. All right, every now and again, uh, you get yourself a, a pet. Maybe you grew up with a kitty, or maybe you grew up with a uh, a, a dog, mm-hmm. a bird, a lizard. Uh, or if you're like Crash, there's a possibility that you might have uh, grown up with a bobcat. Yeah. Oh, I love my bobcat. Yeah, I know you loved your bobcat. Oh, he was a good guy, oh, hey? R.I.P. Bullet. Yeah, all bullet. <laughs> Poor bullet. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, this story um, is about some people who ended up with some bobcats, and they actually didn't realize it. Three people were injured. Mm. after two bobcat kittens were mistaken for domestic kittens. Mm. Uh, now, the family who That's came across thing. these kittens thought that they were doing the right thing. I mean, you're, you know, you're walking down by a creek. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, you see a cute little, you know, couple of kittens near San Antonio, Texas, and you think to yourself, wow, look at those Bengal kittens. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. They were not Bengal kittens. Uh, but they thought they were at the time, so they brought them inside the home. They tried to feed them some kitten milk, and in doing the process of that, the two bobcats uh, were having no, no, none of that. Uh, and so they attacked the people who took them home. Uh, were they big kittens? They were. Like a good size? They were a good size, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they were a good size. Now, the people who were attacked weren't overly injured. They just had some bites on their hands. Uh, but the family decided to look online when they were like, wow, these cats are not friendly. <laughs> they started to take a look at the kittens, and they noticed that the kittens they brought home were, quote, big and robust. <laughs> <laughs> and their tails were bobbed, not like regular kittens. Yep. So they started to do a little bit more research, educated themselves, and realized that they were not standard house cats. Oh, but they're so cute. They're so. But Mama probably came back and her babies were gone. <sighs> that's good. Yeah, that's right. Right? So yeah. Mama was probably like, aw. Or Mama was killed. Or and Mama was killed, yeah. And these baby bobcats. Uh, well, the baby bobcats, um, of course, were taken away. They are under quarantine, and it looks like they're going to be monitored and then re- released back out into the wild mm-hmm. once they're safe to do so. I thought we could have a fun conversation, though. Um, did you grow up, or maybe right now, where you had a unconventional pet? Mm-hmm. Crash had a bobcat. That's not a lie. I was that bobcat's best friend. I was the only one that could uh, pick it up, carry it, flip it on his back, pet its belly. At night, uh, when people came over, we didn't have uh, much uh, light in the yard at night uh, in the country. So people would pull into the driveway. And Bullet would attack them? Well, they pull in with their car and you could see two eyeballs just staring in the dark. And then people are like, oh, okay, that's just a cat. They get out of their car and as you're walking through the dark to the back deck... Uh, the bullet would run by and smack the back of their legs. Oh my god! And then they scur- the people would quickly scurry onto the deck and be like, "What was that?" Yeah, <laughs> because bo- how big was Bullet? Uh, probably ended up being like like how long was he? Probably at least two feet long. At least two feet long. At least two feet long. He- how heavy was he? Uh, he he had some weight. It was all muscle, uh, and he probably stood about a foot and a half high, if not higher. How did you get bull- bullets? Yeah, a, uh, a trucker gave him to my dad, and then he brought him home. Yeah, it was just a kitten. It looked like that. He was super yeah. cute. And uh, that cat owned the garage. We put a doggy door in. Yeah, it was an outdoor cat. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that cat doesn't come. <laughs> that was not no, you don't come inside. Yeah. You don't come inside. All right, Crash had a bobcat. Mm. Uh, these people found bobcat kittens thinking that they were Bengal cats. <laughs> I want to know from you guys, um, did you have or did you know of someone who had an unconventional pet? Mm. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we want to know if you ever had um, an unconventional pet. Mm-hmm. And what was that pet? Uh, Crash had a bobcat. There's a story in the news about a uh, family down in Texas who thought they came across kittens, like domesticated cat kittens, and it turns out they were bobcats. And they took them home, and then they realized that it's not right. My bobcat right? wasn't, uh, he wasn't aggressive. I don't remember him being an aggressive uh, cat, like as a kitten. Uh, it was just like, like oh, any- you're fun looking. He didn't like anybody else, Well, though. yeah. He just only liked you. Yeah. Uh, RJ over in Ellerslie says, good morning, guys. I have a somewhat unconventional pet. It's a squirrel. It started as a squirrel who would show up on my patio through the summer and eventually, um, on time with all of my backyard barbecues, squirrel would come on, hang up, uh, hang out with us. I'd sit on my lap to take peanuts. Mm -hmm. One day he wouldn't leave my side, followed me through the yard. Eventually found himself on my shoulder. Yeah. So I'd take him inside. He'd hang out with me in the house. I would let him out at night and he would return in the morning. This kept happening. He'd come hang out during the day and then he'd leave at night. <laughs> I haven't seen him yet this year, though, since winter ended. Hopefully, El Squirlado, Squirlador. El Squirlador? El Squirlador returns yeah. soon. He's our backyard barbecue mascot, LOL. Yeah, hey, that's fun. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, hopefully that uh, shows up again. Maybe he'll come back, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one on the app says, Had a pet that was half Malamute dog and half wolf. 
that thing could run like crazy forever and ever and ever. Uh, we met a Malamute half wolf. Oh, that thing the, was a giant in the pet store the other day because her dog was so large. And so beautiful looking yeah. that I ended up engaging her in conversation. Probably asked way too many questions about the dog. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she had said that it was Malamute and Wolf. Yeah, it looked like a wolf. That thing was a beast. Yeah, he was an old but buddy too because he had a bit of a gray face. So I yeah. think she said he was like uh, seven or eight years old. Oh, yeah. But he was huge. Oh, quite intimidating. Yeah. Uh, hey, Miles. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hi, good. good. All right, so you know of someone who had a uh, interesting pet growing up. Actually, I know a few different people. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend's dad had a uh, pet deer for a little while. Oh, oh yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, he found out he was actually allergic to deer hair that way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool. Yeah. But also, uh, one of my uh, close friends, he's an old, old farmer. Yeah. Uh, he actually had a pet buffalo. A pet buffalo. Wow. Was oh, that like yeah. that guy that uh, rips around in that Cadillac? Uh, no, no, no. This guy, Gord, he, he didn't do that. No, this is a different one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and what did he do with his buffalo? Uh, well, he actually tried riding him. <laughs> and um, <laughs> one thing that's really weird about buffalo, when they turn, unlike a horse, a horse will actually lean into its turn. Right. Uh, buffalo don't. Oh. Oh, jeez. They, they turn and stay straight up, and he went flying <laughs> off? Yeah, he ended up actually uh, smacking his head on a post. Luckily, he's wearing a helmet. Oh, jeez. Huh. I, I bet he never tried to ride that buffalo again. Oh, no, he, he kept riding. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a stubborn man. Oh, yeah, All right, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, well, the yeah. buffalo and him get along. So. That's an interesting one. Okay, yeah. thanks, Miles. Okay, have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Text Crash and Mars. 56789. Join the conversation. This conversation. Now, radio. I grew up with a uh, pet bobcat. Totally unconventional pet, but yeah. that thing was fun. I was like, Sears says, we found a crow with a broken wing, so my grandpa took him and amended his wing. Yeah. Over the three weeks of healing and recovering, feeding him every day, my grandpa took him down to the shop behind his house where my gra- where he made baskets. The crow would sit on his shoulder and would sit all day. Wow. At lunch, he would feed him bird seed and sandwiches. Mm. <laughs> uh, after the crow's recovery, he never left my grandfather's yard. Huh. He would fly to the shop and sit on his shoulder. Same crow every time? Same crow every time. Wow, oh, that's, that's so cool. cool. Uh, Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing perfect. Nice, awesome. nice. And it's Friday. Things are feeling yeah. good. Uh, we're talking yeah, about... Yeah, uh, I got the un- next three days off. Hey, sweet. Oh, that's nice. Uh, we're talking about unconventional pets. Uh, did you receive one as a kid? I did. My aunt and uncle gave my dad... A skunk that they found on their acreage, a baby. Oh, mm. a baby skunk. Yeah, and they had it. My aunt and uncle took and got it. She sent it. Yeah. And gave it to my dad. <laughs> so it was amazing little animal. They're really we cute. Over by Bonnie Dune Shopping Center. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and one day I took him for a walk over there, and there was the all-girls drum and bugle band. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You never saw so many girls freaking in all their lives. <laughs> I bet. Everyone would be oh, yeah. from you. <laughs> For sure. And uh, it was an awesome little animal. We watched it crack eggs with its tooth like they normally do. Yeah. The one problem was it always slept with my dad and my older brother came home one night and decided she was going to go get the stunk out of my dad's bed. Oh, no. Yeah, reached his hand under, and she latched onto his finger. Oh, that skunk went into protection mode. I bet it bit. Tore it bad. Yep. Yeah. And the worst part was we kept outside. Awesome little animal. Yep. And a boy let her out one night. 
Oh, no. Aww. Yeah, so we don't know. We looked and looked and looked. We don't know what ever happened to her, but uh, she was amazing yeah how many years did you have the skunk for about a year a year yeah what was what was the skunk's name sorry i'm 60 don't remember that oh Oh, that's okay don't worry send a snap search crash and mars all one word on snapchat join the conversation 1023 now radio oh we're talking about unconventional pets and some of these are uh are pretty cool do you feel like you missed out yeah, I do. Because you didn't grow up with any pets. No, I, I didn't. I, I had like no pets. Anti-pet household. My, well, my middle brother was allergic to everything, including pets. It was really bad. So we were never allowed to have an animal. It mm. sucked. <laughs> it did. Uh, do another one here. Let's go. Uh, we'll go with Shannon. Hey. Good morning. How are you? Good. We're good. good. We're talking about uh, if you grew up with an unconventional pet. Uh, what, what did you have? Well, back uh, about 15 years ago when I was a silly teenager, I had a friend of mine who was known for having exotic pets. Yeah. She decided to hand off an albino hedgehog to me. Oh, Oh, no way. Yeah, it was pretty neat, except it was kind of terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. What do you do with a hedgehog, an albino hedgehog? Um, (laughs) Stay away from it, essentially. Stay away. (laughs) Just have it there and look at it from afar. So I'm guessing it was white. Did it have the red eyes? Oh, demonic red eyes. Yeah, and did it like you? Um, he liked me. He didn't like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do you do you just keep it in like a cage? Oh, uh, basically, it's like in a rabbit cage, like a big enclosure sort of thing. Yeah. But I would take him out and let him run around the house and scare people. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks like this like weird devil type thing coming at you. It, yeah, it was super cool though. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's neat. I like it. Okay, thanks, Shannon. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Bye bye. Those hedgehogs are really cool. Yeah, those hedgehogs are really cool. I don't know if I would want one as a pet, though. Uh, This one here says, good morning, guys. My girlfriend in high school had a pet lynx. Oh, cool. It was near, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Niawan. Mm-hmm. Nioa Win. Nioa Win, Saskatchewan. Okay. The paws on this little dude were massive. We would feed it raw hamburger and it could scale the furniture and your back like nobody's business, but it would scratch it up. Oh, that's what everyone wants with a cat. Oh, man. <laughs> Scaling furniture and your back. Yeah, jeez. Uh, another one here. It's uh, Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Hey, morning, guys. Hey, we're talking about uh, unconventional pets when you were growing up. Uh, what did you have? Um, I didn't have it. My mom had the pet raccoon. Oh, did she? Oh, oh, yeah. my uh, old bus driver had a pet raccoon. Oh yeah. Yeah. How uh, how long did you have yours for? Oh uh, well, my mom's sixty eight now. Yeah. So this was this was like fifty years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How did she get uh, the raccoon? So I think the story is my grandfather uh, is a bit of a dumpster diver, okay. and I think he found a baby raccoon in the dumpster and he brought it home to his daughter. Oh, and he's like, "Here's a pet for you." Yeah. And then they they just raised it for a while? They just raised it for a while, and then I think it got a little aggressive, and that's <laughs> yeah. when they set it free. Oh, yeah. How, how many years would you say they had it for before they set it free? Oh, maybe three or four. Three or four years, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, that thing never uh, never got uh, probably house trained, per se. Probably not. Right? <laughs> I don't think it was allowed in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you keep still, that one outside. You got a raccoon that's hanging around. They've got little hands. Like, they've got yeah, the, little claws. They've got the opposable thumbs, so they're able oh, yeah, yeah. to like grab things. Open doors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Cool story. Thanks, Amanda. Yeah, no problem. Text Crush and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.